Hello and welcome to an extra episode of The Long and Short of It. This is uh, the second attempt of doing an intro as I just did a really weird one and uh, we, we couldn't hold it together. So second time's a charm. But yes, welcome to this extra episode. We've um, we finished the first 50 games in the list so we thought we'd do something a little different as a, a mid-season break episode for you. Uh, so I'm Lawrence and I'm joined by... This is Dan. Yeah, we're trying not to crumble already. Yeah, it's go it's going well. We're about thirty seconds into this episode now and it hasn't gone wrong so far, so Brilliant. It it can only go go up from here. But yeah, this is um this is a bit of a different episode. It's an idea that Dan came up with. I haven't really had anything to do with the planning of this episode and I'm not as much as in the dark as you listeners are, but I Dan, Dan's given me a very brief rundown before we started recording. But yeah, do you want to explain what this what this is? Yeah. So anyone that's heard of tier lists online, this is going to be a ranked tier list episode um, for all the fifty games that we have gone through so far. So we've um, we've well prepared a random list of the games, and I've put together a tier list, and I will be filling that out as we go along. So you may hear the old click here and there, but hopefully not. Um, yeah, this this is this is really just for us to, I suppose, unwind after over a year's worth of recording episodes and to look back on the year. Because, I mean, I was looking through this list of games. There's a couple of games on there that I forgot <laughs> that we'd even played. Yeah. And uh, then there are other games that I forgot what we talked about in the episode. So I think it'll be interesting just to... This is a sort of debriefing. Yes. And a fun kind of ranking of the games. We, we, Not we to be did, taken seriously. We, we did like a little discussion, didn't we? After the first 10, uh, we did a recap episode, which we uploaded. And I think after about number 25, we did, um, we did another one when I was with you after we recorded the Tony Hawk Pro Skater 2 episode. Um, but we didn't end up uploading that one. So this is really the first time we've, we've caught up about everything since um, since the first 10, really. Yeah, and it's a bit more of a structured way to do it because I think the issue that we had with that, that episode there was that... Yeah. I mean, you give us an opportunity to ramble and we will ramble. That's, that's something about us that you may or may not know by now. But if you've, if you've had the pleasure of listening to the um, Red Dead Redemption 2 episode... Mm, you know that's the case. episode as well. Yeah, there's a there's a few that we've um we've gone on quite long for, and we probably could have gone on longer. Um, so yeah, that we don't know how long this this episode's going to be. I suppose it takes as long as it takes us. Um, we're just here to have fun. We've got a few drinks, <laughs> so we may go completely off the rails by the end of this. And yeah, I'm I'm excited for this one. And what 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 are you drinking? Just for clarification, please. Um, I've got a bit of a combo. I've got um, I've got Amstel. Got four large cans of Amstel. I've also got some Record Lig, and I've got some Camden Hell's Lager, which I don't even know why that's in the house, but I just thought I'd um, I'd throw that out there as well. So if I if I get through all this, I'll probably yeah, it it will go off the rails. Um, You're got on quite the a lot here. Yes, and I've really not had a proper drink in a while, so oh, superb. <laughs> Yes, yeah, so, so this this is recipe for disaster, I think. 
Lovely. What a treat. <laughs> and ha- and what are you drinking, good sir? Um, I'm drinking some. I'm drinking some red wine. Um, one of, one of my favourites favourite reds. It's uh, called Nineteen Crimes. Quite popular at the moment, I think. Um, Nineteen Crimes. Yeah, it's. Um, you've you've, prob- you've probably seen it in the Damien shops. Rice song. You what? There's a, there's a Damien Rice song called Nine Crimes. Uh, really I can song, confirm but... that I'm not drinking the Damien Rice song. Um, right. <laughs> but you, you've probably seen the bottle in Tesco's. It's like got a little mug shot uh, from like the 1800s or something on there. It's very nice. My my second favourite wine um, next to Jam Shed. But yes, that is my beverage of choice this evening. I've got a bottle of 19 I, Crimes. I know nothing about wine, so yeah. You it's, are beca- the it's because you're here. uncultured. You're an uncultured swine. This episode is not meant to be taken seriously. It's just a bit of fun, really. If you want detailed breakdowns of what we think of the games, go and listen to the episodes um, on the particular game. Um, there, there are going to be opinions here, um, so be prepared for that. Uh, we may not agree with what you think. You may not agree with us, and that's fine. Opinions are what make the world go round. Um, so, do you want to just jump straight into it? Yeah, hit me with the first one. And sorry, okay. j- just explain as well, what tiers have we got? We have got the S tier, which is for the elite, for the very best of the best. So I don't expect that many games to actually make the S tier. And we've got the A tier, the B tier, the C tier, and the D tier. So we only went with down to D because we were just thinking with this list, all of these games are above average. So if we started ranking things F, it might get a bit confusing. Yeah. Um and 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 this isn't necessarily if we were reviewing these or anything like that we wouldn't necessarily give them these rankings um because some things will be getting a d tier ranking but it doesn't mean actually that they're bad we think it's a d quality game yeah. it just means in comparison to the other games on the list that we've played so far um it may be a bit less well regarded by us yeah Okay. 50 games, so, let's go. <laughs> here we go. Number one game in a completely random order. A game that I had forgotten that we played on this list. Good, good start. <laughs> Pac-Man Championship Edition DX. Okay. So, do you want to just give us a bit of a summary of the game and where you think it should be ranked, pros and cons? Yeah, summary of the game is it's Pac-Man. Uh <laughs> Yeah. It, it, it's a modernised version of Pac-Man um, it was quite fun to be honest I really like the aesthetic of it um, it's I don't really know how to describe it really like with a lot of these games we suggest listening to the episode if you're interested but it's got a cool aesthetic it's got cool music it's not one of those games that held my attention for a massive amount of time um, it's very arcadey but I'd say with Pac-Man for me I'd say maybe C tier yeah, I think I was thinking C tier for this, um, which may be blasphemy for any Pac-Man fans, but it's Pac-Man. We all know Pac-Man. We've all played Pac-Man. It's a nicer version of Pac-Man, and a satisfying version of Pac-Man. Yeah, I, I said. I said at the time. I seem to remember now that I, I cast my mind back to the episode. I seem to remember that I said that if this was the original Pac-Man game, I think there'd be a much stronger argument for it being here. Yeah. Um, but being this kind of nicely done offshoot version, which probably not that many people, I don't know, that could could 
be millions of people played this. I don't know. Um, but it was released on the Xbox 360. Um, yeah, I'd, I'd agree with you. I'd say C tier for that. That was where my gut would say for that one. So shall we chuck that in the T- C tier for I think first? we should chuck that in the C tier. I think it's safe there. It is in the C tier. Okay. One done. On to the second. The second is a game, another game that I, I blanked out. StarCraft Two: Wings of Liberty. Um, This, this wasn't really a game for me, to be honest. I mean, I, I played a fair amount of it, but... It wasn't something that I ever massively got into. Uh, I think for me, I'd probably say it's not D tier. I'd say C again. Yeah, I think I'm between B and C for this. Um, I think it's good at what it does. It's yeah. nicely. It's got some nice story elements for a uh, strategy game, and I enjoyed what I played of it. Um. Yeah, let, let, let's go with C tier for the moment, and if we feel like it needs to be boosted up, mm. yeah, we'll we can up do. later on. I will put it. I mean, we're not really ranking these in order within the tiers, but I will put it above Pac Man. Just give it a bit of credence. Okay. Next up, we have. I know one that you love, Persona Five Royal. Got to be an S tier. Um, but when when you first mentioned doing this list um i immediately thought of persona 5 royal and where i'd want to put it and i mean for me you know that i play through games quite quickly and particularly with games that we do for the podcast i try and get through them as fast as i can to form an opinion on them and then i just if if i finish with them i finish with them um it isn't something that i ever really go back to but with persona 5 royal it's you know, a 100-hour-plus game. I think I probably got it done in about 80 from memory, but I then went immediately back to play it straight straight away again, and that never really happens, even with games that I'm just playing for leisure. So for me, it was an S-tier, just because I think the music's really cool, the aesthetic's really cool, the gameplay is satisfying, the story's good, and, yeah, it's just a standout for me. So for me, I'd say s um, but I'm very aware that you didn't go back immediately and play this game. So what do you reckon? No, but I, I still very much enjoyed it. Um, for me, it was between an S and an A tier. Mm. Um, and I said because because I did I gave I gave a couple of these a thought beforehand. I've not thought through all of them. No. So there's going to be some winging it a bit here. But I did think about this one as well, as you said, um, and I thought. To me, this is between an A and an S tier, and, and I, I thought to myself I could be swayed for an S tier, so I'm happy to put it in the S tier. I do think it was a game that really surprised me. Yeah, same. I think it surprised both both of us. And, I mean, looking looking back over the games that we've played, some have been really positive experiences. This was definitely a positive experience. It was a long experience. It was, and, and this really, this was my post-Christmas game. And yeah. I, that that part of the year in 2021 was just Persona 5 Royal, um, so yeah, I, I am I'm happy to put that in S tier. I'll put that in S tier. So we've got our first S tier game, Persona 5 Royal. Great okay, on game. to the next. God of War, the original God of War for the PS2. Um, I, I'd not I'd not played this before, and I know that when you played it this time around, you you um you platinumed it, didn't you? Because you'd already got a majority no, of trophies. No, that that wasn't this one. Oh, was um, it not? 
No, I did it with Call of Duty Two. Oh right, I um, thought you'd um, I thought you'd gone platinum. I don't this think one. I did. No, I, I don't think I did. I mean, I thought this game was good. It. This is one of those games that has never really been my kind of vibe, and I've played the newer God of War, and obviously we're going to get to that in the um in the podcast at some point for the PS4. Um, for me, I'd say probably a B tier. It was okay. It was good. It was interesting. I think it's when I compare what we've already put in the C tier, I can't put it there. I enjoyed it. There were some frustrating parts of it, and it wasn't really a game that was my vibe as such. But it was good, so I reckon for me, I'd say a B. Yeah, um, I've got a bit of a fondness for the God of War series. I don't think this is the best game. Um, I've not played the new one, and I'm looking forward to playing that. Mm. I've had the new one for a long time, but Boy. since we started doing the podcast, I thought I'd hold off. Yeah, save it until we we get to that point in the podcast so that I'm playing it fresh. Um, of the ones that I've played, which is all the other ones, um, I think. God of War 2 is the best, and we've got that coming up on the list, so I'm looking forward to that. Um, yeah, I think I, I'm, I'm happy to put this in a B tier. I think given that it's it's an old game that it, it's not aged as well as other games on this list, put it that way. So I think, I think maybe when it came out it would have been higher, but I think now I think it sits nicely in the B tier. Um, again, this could change. Um, we may change some of these rankings, but yeah, I'm happy to put it there. So it's in the B tier. Nice. I think it's I think it's well suited there for now. Yeah, and I think you're right. It is definitely better than the games in the C tier at the moment. Um, okay. On to the next. The Legend of Zelda Link to the Past. Now, this might, might be a bit of a tough one. Yeah, I, I was thinking about this because when you, again, when you mentioned doing this list and thinking about S tier games and obviously... What I just mentioned about Persona, I thought about the Le- the Legend of Zelda games, and obviously you've got Ocarina of Time in this list, which is the the number one game rated of all time, which I don't think either of us agree with, and I think at the time we said it was the most important game of all time potentially. Link to the Past, I think from memory, is the oldest game on this list, isn't it? It came out in nineteen ninety two. I think yeah, and this is this is the Game Boy Advanced version, Game Boy Advance version of the game. So technically, yeah, it's this um, it's a port of the oldest game on the list, as far as I can think. But we both played this um, on the like a SNES emulator, didn't we, on the Switch? Yeah, so the Switch has got the the online where you can play all, all the old NES and SNES yeah. games, and you can play it on there. So I we, think we both played it on there. There are a lot of cryptic things in that game for me that annoyed me a lot, and. Anyone that's listened to our Zelda episodes, which of, of which there are three, will know that I'm not a huge Zelda fan anyway. So I think, for me, I'd probably put this in... I'm torn between C and B. I think I think C, for me. Um, I, I'm, I'm tempted by B, and you, you might sway me if you think it should be higher, but at the moment, I think C... Where do you stand on it? I was thinking B, um, mm-hmm. because I agree it's it's not it's not it's most certainly not my favourite Zelda game, and there were points in that playthrough where I just got stuck and I didn't know why I was stuck and there was no there was no signposting. No, 
Um, it's very much not a handholdy game, which which, in, which which is quite refreshing in 2021. But um, yeah, I, I just just I didn't really enjoy it as much as the other, other some of the other games on the list. But going back to what you said, if we look at our C tier at the moment, which is StarCraft Two and Pac Man DX, I mean we have to in our ranking, I suppose we have to consider what the game is and mm. and a link to the past is one of the most influential i mean i, I said that of the i mean you could say ocarina of time definitely i think is more influential but before ocarina of time there, w- there wouldn't have been an ocarina of time had there not been sure. a link to the past and and uh, yeah i i would say b but i mean what do you think i'm not really hugely no, I think. What else have we got in B at the moment? We've got God of War. Just God of War. That's it. Yeah. Okay. I I I I can be swayed. We can always by adjust a B. later if we feel like we need to adjust. Yeah, it. I can, can be swayed by a B. It. I'll put it at the bottom of B. Oh, I don't know if I can put it at the bottom of B. Let's try putting somewhere it in B. Yes, we can. Yes, we can. So it is at the bottom of B. Um. Okay. On to the next. We are five games in. Minecraft. Um, Another the, tough the, one to rank, the, I think. Yeah, this, this is one that's quite funny, really, because when you and me played this back in January, it was one of those ones that we didn't really pay much heed to, did we? We just kind of got it done and we didn't think too much of it. And no. obviously with Minecraft being what it is, it's become one of our most listened to episodes. Is it? It's it's up there. Um, I think it's in the top ten. And it's really strange when that happens because we we have feelings about episodes. Obviously, after we've done them, we know when we've done a really good job. We know when um, they could be better. And I don't think either of us were happy with the Minecraft episode. Um, so that's interesting. Yeah, I think with Minecraft for me, it obviously for both of us, it isn't really our kind of game. Um, I think we're both. Um, you know, on a different kind of interest to Minecraft. And that isn't to say that Minecraft isn't good. It's just not really our kind of vibe. It would have been my vibe when I was younger, I think. Um, but I, I'd be happy putting Minecraft in a B, I think. Yeah. Um, it's definitely not a C. It's definitely, definitely, definitely not a D. And I think yeah. there could be an argument made for putting it into an A because of just how open and explorative it can be and you can do anything but when thinking about other other games on I'd say I'd be comfortable with a B I think it could sit comfortably at a high B yeah I, I think I'll agree with that um yeah it's really good at what it does isn't it and yeah. if you want that kind of game there's not much that's going to do it better than Minecraft whether or not it's for us that's a different conversation yeah, so I think um yeah I, I will put it at the top of B. Cool. Okay. Next, we have Tekken 3. Um, interesting. I remember when we did this episode, I, I was saying that I was always more of a Tekken 2 fan. And I don't think either of us are really big into arcade fighters. Uh, it's not really our kind of vibe. But 
with Tekken 3, a lot of baggage comes with it. And obviously, I've got quite a lot of nostalgia and um, warm feelings for the PS1 because that was the console really that I grew up with after my very early console being the Mega Drive. For Tekken 3, I think I think B, again, um, with an argument being there for maybe an A because it did do what it did very well and better than Tekken 2, admittedly. But for me, I think it's probably a B. It's not a C. Um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go with you on this one because I'm not a big fighting game fan. I did play through the um, the ten rounds, got to the end of that. Yeah, arcade mode. Yeah, and I had a bit of enjoyment with it, but yeah, it's 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 not my forte. So I will, I will adhere to you on that. I will chuck it in. What did we say? B. B. For okay, let me just Bravo. find the logo for it. Got a very our B tier is getting filled up quite. We've got quickly. a full B. Yeah. Um, okay. Super Mario Galaxy. Again, same with Zelda. I don't really hold too much, you know, love for the Mario series um, because I didn't grow up with Nintendo. Um, I think when you compare it to Super Mario sixty four, which, if you've listened to our episode on that, I make no qualms about the fact that I didn't enjoy it. I enjoyed Super Mario Galaxy a lot more than I did Mario 64. Um, but for me, again, I feel like I'm getting into a theme here, but I think it's another B. I don't think it's an A because there are other Mario games that are going to be on this list, one of which I've, pl- one of which I've played, which I think is better than Galaxy. Um, and obviously we've still got 3D World, um, Mario Galaxy 2 and Odyssey to play two of which i've never played so for me it's, it's middle of the road it was good and i enjoyed it and the graphics were good but it didn't it wasn't a, a huge standout for me whereas yeah, i think you're probably going to disagree for, with me on this one i'm going to say a for galaxy yeah. only because um i'm not i'm not as big a mario fan as i as i am a zelda fan um but i i think of all the mario games that i've played which is all of the, I mean, I've played one, two, I've not played some of the Super Nintendo ones. Um, I played 64, Sunshine, Galaxy 1. I've not played Galaxy 2. Okay, that would be an interesting which, one. Which I think is, yeah, which I think is, um, that one is known to be... Better, isn't it? Maybe, yeah, maybe the best one that there is. Um, 3D World I thought was pretty good. I really liked that um, game. And Odyssey, I think, is pretty good as well. Which but I think played. I still think Galaxy is better than those two. Um, so I think I can be swayed to an A for that. Yeah, and and I think it's not it's not an S tier for me because, like I said, I just don't have the fondness of Mario that I do. No, Zelda. I, I'd heavily disagree on on a S tier, but I can get on board with an A because what it did do, it did do well, and it's a tight game. It just wasn't my kind of vibe. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's a very well-made game, and I think they took the Mario formula and they quite literally took it to space. They did something different yeah. with it, and it looked different, and it felt different, and it came alongside the Wii. And it's funny because um, when 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 the 360 came out, obviously it had much better graphics than the Wii. But Mario Galaxy, if you looked at the footage of that game, the screenshots of that game. It didn't look anywhere behind 
360 games. It looked really nice. Yeah, it did. Um, so I think that was a strong yeah. selling point. For well, the pl- Wii. playing it for the 3D All Stars pack on the Switch, uh, we played it for our Christmas episode, didn't we? Um, yeah. And it, it felt right playing it at that time of year. Um, I did have a good time with it. Like I said, it just wasn't my kind of vibe overall. But yeah, I, I, I can agree with you putting it into an A tier. Like I said, I wouldn't be able to say S, but A, I can accept. And it's, it's one of those games where it's not got many themes or any themes. Um, it's all about the gameplay. Yeah, it's just fun. And it's just fun to play. Mm. Cool. Okay, on to That's the, first the a, next game. It? That is the first A. The Last of Us Part 2. I have no idea where I'm ranking this. <laughs> yeah, it's an interesting one. And this is, um, speaking of rankings, this is our highest engaged with episode that, that we made. And we brought this episode out about a week after the game came out, didn't we? And yeah, I'd completed it the night before recording and you'd completed it about three or four days after. And Actually, I do know where I think it should be. Well, with this game, I've got a PS5 now and I really want to play this on there because obviously Naughty Dog have done an update on it to get it in line with the PS5 specs. Right. Uh, They've upscaled it and I think it will look amazing on there, but I just can't bring myself to go through that game again. I was, yeah, I think um, they've doubled the frame rate and made some 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 minor tweaks yeah. to the visuals. So yeah, it's probably worth replaying just for the double. Frame yeah, rate. and I, I was talking to my um, one of my coworkers, my colleague George, who's um, who's recently started listening to the podcast, and he uh, he's just finished playing the Last of Us Part One, and I think he's moving on to Part Two soon. And I told him when I did a bit of overtime with him a few weeks ago, I was like, it's just a grueling game, like it's just emotionally exhausting. And I walked away from playing that game just tired and I felt drained. Which I think speaks to the fact that it is a very, very good, well-crafted game. Because I don't think there's ever been a game that I've played before that have made, that's made me walk away from it. Really thinking as much as I was about that, except for Final Fantasy VII. And I think for me... I think I'd say it's an A tier. I don't think it's an S. I did really enjoy it, and I think it's a better game than than The Last of Us Part One, the original game. Um, but it's it's not an S tier for me, I don't think. Um, and it's a very difficult game to come to grips with. Um, the word that I like to use for The Last of Us Part Two is harrowing. Yeah, big and time. And the more distance I have from that game, actually, the more I think I like it. Um, there, there are a lot of games where they are entertaining, they are fun, but I do think there's a place for games that make you feel things that you don't feel as much. Now, I'm, it's a funny time because I'm replaying Manhunt. I, I think Manhunt is brilliant. I think it's a masterpiece, but it's not always pleasant to play. You can't play it for too long because it's just very, Draining. very, very intense. Yeah. Um, and I, I kind of get the same feeling from that as The Last of Us Part Two. I think Manhunt does it better, um, but that, that it's a similar feeling, and I think there's a place for that because there aren't many games that will make you feel uncomfortable, but consequently make you think. Because we hadn't gathered our thoughts by the time we did that episode. I'd started to gather mine, 
I think your thoughts were very fresh. Mm. And even now, I can't say that I've entirely gathered my my thoughts on it. As I say, I do feel more fondly for it. It's a hard game the, to process. The more distance I have. Yeah. But, but maybe that's a good thing. The conflict is a good thing. Yeah. Um, making you think about things. I mean, often the films that stick with you are the ones that don't necessarily make you feel good, but they leave an impression. Yeah, now, definitely. It's not the Schindler's List of, of games, but... I would agree with you. I, I, I think A is right for yeah. The Last of Us Part 2. Mm. I think it's a, it's a, a very good game, um, but not necessarily an elite, elite game. Yeah. So I'm going to chuck that in the A tier. In fact, I'm going to put it at the top of A tier. Okay. Number 10. I mean, it's funny because these are in a random order, so... It's you, you go from Are you about to tell me that it's gonna that. be the last of us part one now? No, I know it's <laughs> it's not and but but we're we're talking about Splinter Cell Pandora tomorrow now. It's just a completely different conversation, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, it's I, I I don't know with Pandora tomorrow. I think during the episode I I was very mixed about it and I really like Splinter Cell Chaos series. and I think that's just knocked off the list, isn't it? It's not on there anymore. No, it is on the list. Oh, is it still yeah. there? Good, yeah. I, I like that game. Um, the original Splinter Cell was just knocked off the list. That was it. I mean, I really liked the Splinter Cell games growing up, but this one I didn't really get on with as much, but it was developed by another another studio, wasn't it? Ubisoft Shanghai. Yeah. I think for me, I didn't really mesh with the story that much. I didn't really mesh with the maps that much. So for me, I think Pandora Tomorrow is a C. Um, which might sound a little bit low um, to you because I know you're a big fan of the Splinter Cell series. It's, it's funny because um, we, we've we done this list and some games I've changed my opinion on for the better. Mm. This game actually went down in my estimation. Oh, really? Um, I've completed it before and I really quite enjoyed it the first time I completed it and, and I, th- I think I've completed it, this was the third time. Um and and I and I remember it quite fondly as a nice kind of middle ground between Splinter Cell One and Splinter Cell Chaos Theory, but replaying it this time, I think it's got some really good levels. The Jerusalem level I go back to, um, but there's just it's a short game, and it really misses those refinements that Chaos Theory made. Um, and I said I said at the time of the episode I remember that. I think there's a pretty good argument that Splinter Cell 1 should be on this list, but I don't necessarily think that Pandora Tomorrow should be. No. So, I mean, I would go between a B and a C, but then that's my fondness for the series as well. Um, I think I, I think it's a good game. I, I, I think it's a B-tier game, but I, I'm, I'm happy to put it in C-tier considering what games we've got to come. Yeah, I think if if one of us was going to sway the other about whether or not this deserves to be B or C, I think you'd very much struggle to sway me to saying it's a B tier. Um, well, I'll put it at the top of C. Okay. Because I do think it's, it's yeah, it's fair enough. Starcraft Two and Pac Man. I mean, I'd rather play that than Starcraft Two. Understandable. Um, and I, and I'll probably replay Pandora tomorrow again. But then that's out of my love for the series yeah. more than. Uh, a fondness to replay the game um okay i'm gonna have a sip of drink 
Please do. Proceed. How many have we done now? 11? We are on number 11, which is going to be an interesting one. Portal. Okay. Portal. I, yes. I, I think Portal is an A-tier game. Um, I, I'm, you, you hadn't played this before, and nope. I've played it a few times, and Portal 2, which will be coming up at some point in the second half of this list, uh, is one of my favourite games. And I just think I, I, I watch a lot of uh, gaming stuff on YouTube, and Nerd Cubed um, made a good point with Portal. He said, "I've decided to start playing Portal again because I've forgotten what some of the um, solutions are, some of the puzzles. And when you start forgetting the solutions, that's the best time to go back and play it." And I've replayed this game quite a few times. I've replayed Portal two even more times. And I never walk away from Portal feeling like disappointed with the time that I spent. I always wish that I could have spent more time playing it. I think the the design of it's good. I think the puzzles are really they can be really challenging. I think the the characterization, particularly of Glados, is brilliant. And obviously, we'll come on to Wheatley in part two with Steve Merchant. But yeah, for me, it, it's an A tier game. I really really like this game. Um, and I, I don't think it's an S tier um, by, by a long shot, but it is brilliant and I think it's standout. So for me, I'd say an A. I've already put it in the A tier because I agree. I think it is an A tier game. Um, it surprised you, didn't I it? I agree. It's, it did. It was a it was a real pleasant surprise because I've played the Half-Life games, but I'd never played Portal. I've, I've had the Orange Box for a long time. Um, I don't know, something about it just didn't... Appeal. appeal to me but then i played it and yeah i really enjoyed it and i'm really looking forward to portal 2 and maybe that has a chance to make the s tier um i just i feel like portal 1 just needs that extra bit of polish and that extra Character. bit of production yeah and just um maybe story or some something it just needs something to, to push it to elevate it to that s tier so i think yeah a tier is the right place for it a very pleasant surprise okay Undertale. Again, I think this is this is an A tier game. I, I think about this game a lot, and in just under a month, it's my um, it's my thirtieth birthday. Usually around this time, my mum or my dad will send me a text uh, saying, oh, "Like, is there anything that you want for your birthday?" And I've seen on uh, online there's like a, a framed picture of the text box that comes up um, of the, the piece of dialogue that I m- mentioned a few times during the episode where we covered it saying despite everything it's still you uh and i'm currently just kind of redecorating my living room and i really want that frame um in my lounge i'm thinking of getting that and the more i think about undertale i just think it's a really well made well designed game that provokes a lot of thought and also really makes you think about the way that you play and I think in terms of all of the indies that we've played on this list, this is probably my favourite. Again, I don't think it's an S tier. Um, and I think we both we, I think we both enjoyed this game. Um, maybe me a little bit more so, I'm not sure. But for me, it stands out. And it's not something I've played again since, but I think I will. And yeah, I, I, I think it's um I think it's a high A. See, I like Undertale. But Undertale, for me, I really like a lot of it. I like a lot of the story elements. I like a lot of the the art design, um, the themes in there. 
um, the dialogue. I like the comedy very as well. Witty. Yeah, but but the, the, but the but the the stumbling block for me with Undertale is the gameplay. Um, it's just. I mean, how would you even describe that gameplay? It, it just. I feel like that's the one place that I would have liked to see a bit more refinement from Undertale, um, because it just didn't do anything for me. The gameplay, um, whereas I love all the other aspects. That that's where you and me um, differ, isn't it? Because you you enjoy a good story, but you're always a lot more into the gameplay of things, aren't you? More so than I am. Whereas for me, I, I like a bit of both. It depends what game it is. Sure. Um, for this game. Um, being an RPG where you've got this strange turn-based system that that, that they've got and I, 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 it's not frustrating gameplay. There's nothing wrong with the gameplay. It's serviceable. That's how I describe the gameplay. Um, so, I, and I do, I, I do think there are better indie games on this list. I think there's a couple that we've played recently that I would probably rate higher than Undertale. Um, I do think it's a good game. So are, are um, you on the BC uh, line? I, I'm B. I'm I'm t- the top of B because we've got some games in B that I think is definitely better than. Okay. Yeah. But I'm well, the top of B at the yeah, moment. Yeah. I mean, I'm 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 quite passionate about the fact that I think it's an A. However, taking my subjective side of things out of it, I, I know what you're saying, particularly with the combat. It isn't the easiest game to get into and I think I just really like this game because of the characters and the story not so much the gameplay as much so if if you were to push and say B I could accept that I personally think it's an A but I get where you're coming from with that and I could I could be you know I could take a step down I think I I think for the moment I'll put it at the top of B and then we can maybe when we get to 25 we'll have a look at where we've placed things and then we'll see if sure. um, we want to shift it upwards i mean i, I definitely think it's, it's better than some of the games within b put it that way but i don't necessarily think it's better than those ones within a yeah number 13 i've, I've no clue with this one final fantasy 9 i was wondering when this one was going to pop up i i think for me b i really like the final fantasy series particularly the three games that came out on the ps1 being final fantasy 7 8 and 9 and any long listeners of the podcast will know that final fantasy 7 is my favorite uh, not only my favorite game of all time but my favorite piece of media that's ever been released um it holds a really you know special place in my heart the fact that i've got the logo tattooed on my shoulder of the comet and i'd say out of the three ps1 games Final Fantasy IX is probably my second favourite. I think eight's good, but um, I, I never really got on with the junctioning system, etc. Um, but I think for nine, it's a good game and it's got it's got a decent story and I like the the setting of it and some of the characters um, are pretty good. But I don't think it's a massively standout release. It's good and it's fun, but when you compare it to some other games on this list, it isn't standout, standout. So for me, I'd say B. And I know that when we recorded this, you'd only just finished it and you were a little bit up in the air, weren't you, with it? Literally that morning, morning, an hour before we recorded, I'd finish the game. And I I remember thinking at the time, because I was playing it an hour before, I was doing the final pass and I thought, I'm not going to do this in time. And then miraculously I did it and then we recorded. 
Um, I'm I'm happy to put it in B. I think um, I think you're right. I think I think it's a it's a solid, um, nicely done RPG for me. I think I said it during the episode. There are RPGs that are missing from this list that I would put above Final Fantasy IX. So I think a B is a good place for it to go. Like Final Fantasy VII. Well, yeah. I mean, your favourite game of all time. Bloody outrageous. Displaced by... Well, not by Final Fantasy IX, but you know what I mean. Mm. It's the only Final Fantasy on there. Disgraceful. Um, okay. Metal Gear Solid. The first one? Yes. I think S tier. you're going to go for this one. I think S tier for me. Um, I think the I, I'm currently replaying. I've just restarted replaying MGS4 um, for the first episode back when we we've had our little break, and playing again a solid snake reminds me of how much I love the first game. And we discussed this briefly at the end of the MGS3 episode that with MGS1 and MGS3 they both fluctuate in terms of being in my top five games. And MGS1 will always have a place there, I think, for me. I just think that the story's good. A big element of me saying that is the nostalgia factor of it, and I can freely admit that this is a game I hold a lot of nostalgia for, and nostalgia can cloud your judgment, and I fully accept that. But for me, the characters, the story, the voice acting, the music, the time in history that it came out, it all just ticks the uh, the S tier for me. I don't know if you'd say the same, um, but yeah, this is. Yeah, I would. I'd not. I'd not really thought about this one. Um, strangely, um, I would have gone with the top of A or the bottom of S. Mm. Um, it's only the second S tier game we're giving. Um, we will put it in S tier. It spawned one of my favourite genres, which is the stealth genre. It basically spawned it. I know you could you could go back further and yeah. you could say other games did, but. It was a really important game during 1998, and it had a lot of clones. And probably from that, you, I think games like Splinter Cell, games like Hitman, they owe a debt of gratitude to MGS. And I really like MGS as well. I think the story elements and the dialogue and all that stuff has aged really well, apart from Mei Ling's voice. Uh, yes, right. <laughs> um, she, she sounds a lot better in MGS 4. Yeah, well, they they used the voice from Twin Snakes, didn't they? Mm. Um, they use the same. Well, it's because the it was same less voice racist. Actress. Yeah, well, that's 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 the frustrating thing. It's the same voice actress throughout, but she was obviously putting on this faux Chinese accent. I was, I was about to try and do it, it then, but I've decided that's a bad idea. Yeah, not a good idea. Uh, you, you'll turn this into the DSP show. <laughs> Jesus. Um, yeah, and then. And then she dropped it for a Twin Snakes, and then um, and yeah, they've kept it that way, which thankfully is the case. Yes, yeah, so there's some bits that are are, are a bit silly now. Um, actually, I think the gameplay's held up all right. Yeah, and I'm I'm a big fan of Twin Snakes, and uh, yeah, I I like MGS One. I think it's my second favorite MGS game. I, it is my second favorite MGS game. I think the word that I'd use for Metal Gear Solid is iconic. I think. MGS1 is an iconic game and it came out in a year where obviously a lot of big hitter titles came out in 98 but this one I think stands apart from a lot of the others and it is really 
a really big name title. This is a a special game. Question for you, just to throw it out there, which is um, in the S tier at the moment, we've got Persona 5 Royal and MGS. What would you rank higher? Probably Metal Gear Solid. An unfair question. Probably Metal okay. Gear Solid. I really, really like Persona 5, but I think that Metal Gear Solid, for everything that we've just said, is deserving of the higher position in the S tier. What do you think? I, I think Persona 5 is just so different, isn't oh, it? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Then, then, then night and day. And, and we're, and we're going to be, I imagine, putting at least one other MGS game in the S tier. And, yeah. and it's not going to be MGS 2. <laughs> yeah, very <laughs> unlikely. I'd be shocked if that happened. <laughs> okay. Um, that was Metal Gear Solid. Gran Turismo. Oh, dear. <sighs> <laughs> My response there said it all, didn't mm. it? The thing is, it's again, it's an important game. It just isn't yeah, it's, really. It's not me. It's not me dismissing the game. No. It's more. I don't know where to rank this. No, I think for me, it's an important game. But I'd probably put this probably C. I think it wasn't one that really jived with me. How do you think it was aged? How did how did you think it had aged when we played it? I don't think it's aged badly. It's just that there's a difference between a game aging badly and the times changing. And it's very much a bare bones early PS1 game. I think, in fact, this is potentially, I think it was one of the release titles on the PS1 maybe, or very, very early on the PS1's life cycle. And it shows, but that doesn't mean that it's aged poorly. And this game had a lot of stuff in it that you didn't see in other racing games for a long, long time, such as, you know, tuning up your vehicle, changing your engine, all that kind of stuff. So it isn't particularly a game that I'm into, and neither of us are really into racing games. I like Forza. Um, I quite like arcadey racing games. I'm not so into... I mean, I like some of the other Gran Turismos. I, I yeah. Liked, I said I like Prologue. And, 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 and there, are the, there are other Gran Turismo games on the list. Um, yes. And I, I like Forza Horizon Two 4. Others. Um, I think it's a really good game and I've really got to be in the mood for a racing game but for me it wasn't something that particularly jived with me very well not because it was a bad game it just wasn't really my thing and it's very old so I don't think it's a D tier I don't think that would be fair but for me it would be no, a C no I don't yeah I think I'd agree with that in our C tier at the moment we have Pac-Man DX Starcraft 2 Splinter Cell Chaos Theory. Are we going to say that that's better than uh, this is better than those because of the the legacy they have? I think so. Yeah, yeah, I'd agree. Yeah, and I just don't have much to add to that. I, I like, I do like particular racing games, and I do like playing racing games every now and again. But I'd never have a hankering to go back to GT uh, Gran Turismo. No, no, I, I probably won't play it again. Number sixteen, Celeste. This one's still quite um, quite fresh in my mind. And I think with Celeste, I, I, I was really proud of the episode that we did on that. Um, I like Celeste a lot. Yeah, it, it was an important game. And we won't go into the reasons why we liked it that much in this episode because it's very deep. Go, go listen to that episode. <laughs> yeah. It's recent, so you'll find yeah, it it's recent not too and many clicks away. Yeah, and there were, you know, we, we put a trigger warning at the start of that episode because 
it is very deep and I think it's something that really really hit something with with us both I think and I'd not played it before but you had and it's got a really important message in that game and the gameplay is satisfying it's good I think for me I'd probably put it in the A tier um it wasn't the, the gameplay of it like I said was good it was satisfying it's not a game that I'd be like yeah I really want to play Celeste again if I was to play Celeste again, it would be for the story, for the message, for the the experience of it. But that's something that you have to take into consideration when playing a game. A game isn't just the gameplay, it's, it's everything else that comes with it. So I think for me, I'd probably put it in the A tier, I think. Um, yes. Yeah. I've already put it in the A tier. And I think the difference between Undertale and Celeste for me, I think there's a couple of differences. I think... I liked Undertale, and, and I think I think the themes in there res- resonated with me to a degree, but Celeste resonated with me more. And yeah. then you add in the fact that Celeste has got this really quite fun gameplay as well. Um, I mean, it's definitely one of those indie games which is, I don't know, it's, it's got a really nice balance between the gameplay and, and the stories and the themes and the art and the soundtrack. Um I like Celeste a lot. I think it's a very elegant game, and um, yeah, I think that's that, that that's a good word for it, elegant. And I, and I think it, it, I think you, unless you found the gameplay really frustrating, then maybe you'd knock it down for that. But I I I didn't find the gameplay frustrating no. to that level. I mean, it, it it was challenging. I would never describe it as frustrating. I just describe it as challenging. Yeah, I think that's a fair. Fair comment on it. It never crossed over into that. I mean, frustrating is a whole different ballpark. Yeah, and it never crossed over into that. So yeah, yeah, I just think it's a very elegant game. And I think, I mean, to me, it just screams A tier to me. Yeah, I, th- I think I think that's a fair place to put it. Half-Life 1. Uh, see, if we're, if we're taking the the legacy of these games into consideration with it, then I'd probably have to say that it would be an A tier, but I, I I thought it was good. I thought it was fine, but again, it's one of those games that's aged, not not poorly, but it has aged. Uh, is is the best way I can describe Half Life. For me, I'd say personally a C, but I don't think that would be a fair comment. So I'd I'd put Half Life in B. Um, I would agree. Yeah, it, it's it's a bit of a funny one, particularly with you know the legacy that this game's got, and with Half Life Two as well. Um, but yeah, for, for me, I, I think B. It's funny because we just put MGS in the S tier because obviously we don't have history with Half Life. I mean, I've completed it before, but I completed it many years later, so this was the second time that I completed it. Um, so I don't have the fond memories that maybe other people have with this game. And if I were to have Half-Life and MGS 1 put in, in front of me, I would play MGS 1 any yeah. day of the week. Um, I do think Half-Life has aged quite okay. <laughs> that's that's not a phrase. That's not a real quite phrase. Okay. Um, quite okay. I, that will be added to the Cambridge Dictionary anytime soon. <laughs> It's it's aged quite okay, um, but I mean those those 
the art style and the graphics, I think, look pretty horrific now. Um, and, and I find it's very slippery to control. Um, so, uh, yeah, I think I think B is the place for it. Um, I think you've got to give a bit of a, a head nod to what it did. And, and, it, and it was revolutionary in its own way and a very important game. Um, but there will be further discussions about Half-Life to come and I do think Half-Life 2 is a better game um, so yes yeah, that's Half-Life Hades this is one that I've not really thought about that much since we played it it was an, yeah. it was an enjoyable game but it kind of I wouldn't say it passed me by but it passed me by <laughs> you, know, you know what Hades is I, I still hear constantly glowing things about Hades. Mm. Um, it's the, I think it's the highest rated game this year because obviously it's just come to yeah, it's just come to PS um, Five and Xbox, Xbox and PlayStation. Yeah, so, so I think it's the highest rated critically game this year, um, and obviously it came out on the Switch last year and it was incredibly highly rated there. It's a, I think it's a hard and... one to pin down because, like you say, the the reception around it is massive and whilst enjoying it i don't really get it as much and you know we, we, we're both fans of jim sterling and jim sterling is a huge advocate for this game as well but i personally don't see it myself um i think it's a good game but my, my problem i have a fundamental problem with it in that i like games to have a really clear end goal yeah where I can stop playing and and, and I know this has Road that likes but it's very, that to you. yeah it's a bit vague and a bit loose and you never you never really know how close or far you are from that um, it doesn't have the pacing that you'd have with a deliberate okay here is your end this is what you're working towards um, and I, I find that a bit alienating as a person I like to work to a, a target and then that's it I can put it to bed and then move on to the next thing um, there are some gamers that can play endlessly on a couple of things or can play multiplayer and I've just never been that player even though the occasional games have got me with multiplayer um, so I feel like Hades had an uphill battle with me from the get-go that being said I did like what I played of it um, I didn't love it no that's fair enough that's fair enough so, so where where do you see uh, I mean I, I feel like personally I think I, th- I think B. B. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it was fun and it wasn't a bad game, but I just don't think it was really for us. Um, so I think B is fair That's for it. us. And some of these, it is coming down to whether or not it clicked with us. In fact, it, it all is. It's all whether it vibed with us. Because um, this is our tier list, so there we go. Correct. Um, okay. Next we have Call of Duty 4 Modern Warfare. That's an interesting one as well. It is. I mean, although Call of Duty 4 Modern Warfare is the the higher rated game, I think, I always preferred Modern Warfare 2. And I think this is... It's a first-person shooter. It's got a good story. It's got a good background. And that that mission in, in Pripyat... It's a really standout mission. It's it's so good. But I think this is quite an easy B for me. 
I was thinking about these two. These these were two of the ones that came into my head, and I was thinking about how am I gonna, mm. where would I place them? And I think these two games, we'll we'll get onto it more with Modern Warfare too. But they're two sides of the same coin. I think. Yeah. I think Modern Warfare does the story better. I think Modern Warfare Two does everything else better. Um, so I probably place them on even footing. I it, this one's hard because we've got to factor in our own experiences and history with these games as well. I mean, I think it's probably better than a B and I've completed modern warfare quite a few times. Um, and then you, then you consider the fact that every FPS since modern warfare has tried to emulate modern warfare, not only in the story beats and the gameplay, but in the controls we get these homogenized FPS controls thanks to this game, which is both a positive and a negative. Um, see, I, I, I think for me, it would be the bottom of A, um, but that that's because I've just played so much of it and I've just got fondness for it. Um, and I do think it's 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 a great game, and that that mission all giddied up is a very very special mission, and this game has not aged a day. It still plays as well now as it did ten years ago. Um, I don't know. Um, I think you'd have to talk me down to a B. Uh, wow, that's interesting. So I think you'd have to talk me up to an A. If you can talk me down to a B, then I'll go to a B. But yeah, I'd, the, I, the thing is with with this for me, it's a really easy B, and that isn't to say that it's a bad game, but when you consider all of the other games. I'm not sure I Oh, Sarah's getting involved in the conversation as well. Brilliant. Um, wow. <laughs> Everyone's got an opinion. Sarah's got an opinion on Modern Warfare. Um, but for me, when you compare it to, to other games, like well, what have we got in A at the moment? In A, we have got... So I'll tell you what we've got in B, and B is becoming a bit crowded now, to be honest. And I feel like actually looking at the B tier, I, I, I don't know. It, it's looking a bit of a mishmash at the moment. So A, A is looking good, I think. The Last of Us Part Two, mm-hmm. Super Mario Galaxy, Portal, Celeste. That's it. So we've got quite a pure, nice A tier at the moment. B tier, <laughs> I, I just feel like there's so many different types of games here and, and, and di- varying qualities. Um, we've got Undertale, we've got Half-Life, we've got Tekken 3, Minecraft, God of War, Zelda Link to the Past, Final Fantasy IX, Hades. See, at that point... It would make me say if we were to put Modern Warfare One into the B tier, then Half Life One should be pushed to C. Yeah, maybe. Uh, I I really don't think that Modern Warfare One is on the same level as Mario Galaxy, as The Last of Us Part Two, as Portal. Yeah, I, I did. I did look at that list and I thought it is a, it's a good list of A titles. It's like it's um, such a and good maybe game. But I just don't. I think mean, it's in if there. we had a B plus tier, yeah, 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 like high, B high B, like very high B. But for me, it's it's such an easy B. It's not even a conversation to wave, in my opinion. I'm going to put it at the top of B for the moment, only because I don't want to pollute that A list. No. Um, and I think we may have to come back to our Bs here at some point. Yeah, because I um, think so too. It needs a bit of work. Okay. Um, Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 2. This is what... 
the thing with this game is I, I think it was really good and I think we both really liked the, the, the Pro Skater series. But it kind of foxes me as to why this is the, the second highest rated game of all time. I know, yeah. yeah. It's, it's really, I wouldn't say bizarre, but it, it's, I think it's such a strange placement. And obviously, it's aggregate. At the same time, I don't, I don't know how you think, but at the same time, it's really hard to 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 mark this one down. It's kind of perfect at what it does, but yeah. is what it does that relevant to the conversation? I suppose. Yeah, I think. Do you get what I'm saying? If we're we're doing the Tony Hawk games, and obviously we'll get to Pro Skate Three as well at some point, wherever that turns up in the list that you've written down. But I'd say that Pro Skater Two would deserve to be a B. <coughs> And maybe Pro Skater 3 would deserve to be an A, or they would both deserve to be in B. I think we were in agreement that we preferred 3 to 2, weren't we? Yeah, I think we've both got more nostalgia for that game, though, as well. Um, yeah. Which, you know, is an element to take into consideration. But, I mean, for, for 2, it isn't a bad game. And like we say, it's no. the number 2 rated game on the list. So I don't think you could say, oh, it deserves to be in a C or a D. So I think even though the B list is getting cluttered with 50 games, it was always going to be the case that at least one of yeah. the tiers was going to get cluttered. So I think it would be a safe We B. may have to consider using the D tier a bit more because we've got nothing in the D tier at the moment. Wow, that's, that's and, I, and as we said, <laughs> as we said, this isn't necessarily representative. This is not This is not to say that it... If it went to school, it would get a D grade. Yeah, which is what we think of them. Just above, yeah, just about a pass. This is not saying that. This is saying, in comparison to all the other games, yeah, yeah, yeah. We think that this. We think being the key thing. I mean, again, other people think differently. That's fine. Um, Can you move Half Life to a C? (laughs) That's really bothering you. It's really bothering me that it's a B. Right, we'll move move Half Life to a C. Okay, that's fine. I, I I don't have a tremendous amount of love Half-Life, so it doesn't bother me. Um, okay, so we're saying... See, I, I, I remember I had quite a good time with 2. It was the first time that I played 2, actually. That I played was it on the Dreamcast. first and only episode that we recorded together in person. It was, yeah. and Just over a year ago. Uh, was it really? Yeah, because we recorded that episode wow. on the day yeah, it was. that the it news was... broke that Chadwick, uh, Chadwick Boseman had died. And that was uh, a day or two ago was the anniversary of that. I feel like COVID has robbed us of years. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's so strange. Um, yeah. Uh, I, I, so I played this on the Dreamcast and that was a very interesting port of the game because it almost looked next gen. It looks almost as good as Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 3. Um, but the worlds don't feel as alive. And I do think 3 is a better game. I'm, I'm happy to put it in, in B. Yeah, I think I think, I think think it's a safe B. Okay, I'll put it high B. I I, I, it, it bothers me. Tekken 3 just looks out of place in that B team. What does? Tekken 3. Why do you think it deserves to be higher? No. Mm. I think we've got Gran Turismo and Half-Life in C. Yeah, you can put Tekken in C. I can take that. And I know... But if Eddie Gordo comes and does some capoeira on you, then it's it's on you. Wow. 
It is on me. Um, yeah, that one, I think, like you said, with Half-Life, that one was just bothering That's me. Fine. It didn't, didn't look quite right. Um, okay. Next we have... Okay. Let's not have a two-hour discussion about this one. Red Dead Redemption 2. Oof. I'd love to say... Ah... Uh, Bloody hell! See, I, I, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna weigh in here. You you, you, um, you start on this one. I don't think it should be S. I think it does some great things. It tells a really good story. But that's my boy. There's just uh, too many pacing things with this game, um, and for. A, it, sometimes it's too realistic for its own good. So there are times where I think this game really drags. And there are times where it's really, really good. Um, and you've got this really interesting story it's telling. You've got this world which is just amazing. But have to me... Have you taken into consideration that Dutch has got a plan, though? <laughs> Yeah, I mean that, that the story elements are great, and but to me this doesn't. I I didn't have the joy that I did playing Persona Five. I don't know about you. I I did. Um, I really really liked this game, and I think I can't remember if this time round when we did it for the podcast it was my second or third playthrough. But I think the I difference. Think it was your second, but you took it a lot slower. Yeah, I think the difference between you and me on this game and particularly for the playthrough that we did for the podcast was it wasn't my first time playing it so I knew everything that was going to happen with the story so I didn't feel like I, I don't think you had to rush this game because we took a lot of time over this episode yeah we did we had a big chunk yeah. um, of time that we dedicated but then I said to you that this felt like the, the part in your the, life that was before Red Dead yeah, 2 and after yeah. I remember yeah yeah and I think the difference and I between felt very drained afterwards. The difference between you and me on this game is that I was able to take it incredibly slowly and incredibly leisurely the second time round and enjoy a lot more elements of it. And I think if you played this game again, you might feel quite similar. But I I fully take on board what you're saying about the pacing issues, about it being a bit too realistic for its its own good. And this is this is where you and me come up against the difference again with, you know, we, we, we mentioned, I can't remember what game we mentioned it on earlier in this episode, but you're, you, you enjoy stories, but for, for more so the gameplay is, is more important to you, isn't it? In most games. I don't know. I, I felt like the gameplay here was secondary. I think the thing that really resonated with me here was the story of a man that was dying. Yeah. And and I, I'm big on story uh, on games. Like that's that's always my first point of call. I think when reviewing a game or discussing it, it's the story for me. And and, and I said as well. I I I, did, I remember saying, if the game had carried on like it did during that opening, which was amazing, mm. um, if it had kept that pace throughout, it would definitely be an S tier. Um, I know what you mean. But then I also I think the gameplay as well. We we talked about the gameplay. I think Red Dead One, as much as I think Red Dead Two is a better game, and I do think Red Dead Two is a better game. I think Red Dead Fun is Red. <laughs> Red Dead Fun, brilliant. Red Dead Fun is that's, that's, Red that's Dead One is more fun talking. to actually play. 
um, is, is more fun to play. Um, I think I the gameplay is more fun. I, I disagree, but like I said, I, I can take on board what you're saying about the reasons why it can't be an S tier for you. For me, it is an S tier, but in terms of us agreeing on it, I know that you wouldn't be able to be talked up to an S tier on this game. Whereas I can I just, understand. I felt too mixed. There were some yeah, games that. that I felt. I mean, Persona Five. I felt positive, and I thought I knew beforehand. I thought oh, this quite possibly going to be an S tier, and that's fine. I mean, I don't have a yeah. problem with it because, it, yeah. But this this one, I get it. It just screams A tier to me, especially when we've got Red Dead One coming up as well. Which will be another conversation. Yeah, I I, um, I, I get it, and I, like I said, I don't think I'm going to be able to talk you up to an S tier on this game. I'm gonna I'm gonna put it in the top of that's fine uh, because I, I can be talked down to an A tier on it. For me, it's an S, but as a joint agreement, I can accept an A on it definitely. Yeah, that's my boy. Okay. <laughs> okay, I'm just trying to work out. Where, oh right, here we go. Metal Gear Solid 2, Sons of Lucy. <laughs> the, the fastest C. Would you like to elaborate? No. No elaboration. <laughs> I, I, I don't know. I mean, the, the MGS 2 was the first Metal Gear game that we covered on the podcast, and I think it was quite an early episode as well. And It was a good episode, strangely enough. We've, we've definitely improved since then in terms of our talking points and the fact that we don't ramble as much, but... We we, I think we might have touched it. It was it, go on. It was just the right amount of time for that game, and we didn't go into the weeds with it. And I think we kept it light. And yeah, whereas I think sometimes we have a tendency to ramble to yeah get too caught up in things. I mean, um, I I mentioned in our MGS three episode uh, last week that even though I always say the Metal Gear uh, game series is incredibly close to my heart. There's only really two games in the the list of mainline titles that I really like, and the others I'm quite indifferent to. And MGS2, I think, for me, is probably my lowest rated MGS game, now that I'm going back and playing through four at the moment. which I was going to say, that's, that's changed very recently, hasn't it? Yeah, well, I mean, you and me had a brief discussion about MGS4 the other day, and it's made me realise some things, and playing through it again at the moment... Um, you know, you sound like you're enjoying it a bit. We'll discuss that when we come to the episode in a few weeks. Yeah. It's it's interesting, and I'm 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 keeping an open mind with it. But with MGS2, I've completed it game a lot of times, and when I first got my PS2, I got it to play Metal Gear Solid 2, and I think I enjoyed it when I first played it. But looking back on it with a more mature mindset, it just I mean, you said it to me the other day. That game, it's just... Especially the, the the last quarter of that game. It's just balls to the wall. And it's just so weird. Yeah. And I don't like riding. I don't like the last quarter. I mean, I, I like... I enjoy the fight on top of Federal Hall. Yeah. And oh, I don't understand the codec call on top of Federal Hall. I think we had a long discussion about that. Yeah. Um, about how Ryden's making this phone call, but... Um, <laughs> It's like Solidus, could you wait, please? I'm just gonna just, just gonna make this yeah. call. Wait, wait, pl- I'm wait. On, I'm on the phone. It's yeah. For, for me, it's a C tier. 
like really easily. I I can't say D um, because uh, I did get see, a lot of enjoyment out of it when I was younger. But yes, this this one is is hard. I still enjoy Metal Gear Solid Two. Um, I think when you compare it to other Metal Gear games, it's got a less interesting setting. Mm. Um, it's got a character that some people can't stand, so it's a take-or-leave character. It's got repetitive elements more so than the other games because you're constantly running between struts. Um, the struts of it's also of got the big shell. Emma Emmerich, and you got Emma Emmerich, which no one likes. Um, it's but it does have I a mean, lesson for life that, in that game. Laugh and grow fat. <laughs> I'm just thinking of Otacon's, um when he's talking about Emma and he's doing that hand ringy monologue about Emma. And, and, uh, yeah, I can't stand that. No. I, I hate it when MGS2 gets really like preachy, knowingly dramatic. Mm. Um, and I, I don't like it when any of them do, but yeah, it's like, you're buying into this, you're crying, aren't you? You're crying with us, and Otacon's doing this eulogy to Emma, who you really found annoying. So, yeah, it's... But I do enjoy it, and I think it's hard for us, because we're big fans of the Metal Gear series, so we're always rating them against each other. But then, we, But then we consider the other games that are in our B tier, and what would you prefer to play? Would you prefer to play Hades or MGS2, Final Fantasy IX, MGS2, um, Link to the Past, MGS2, God of War, MGS2, Minecraft, MGS2? See, I would I would prefer to play MGS2 than a lot of these games. And I, and I know that I'll play it again um, for all its faults. And it is full of faults, especially the last quarter, which goes off the rails. Um, I know I'll play it again because I get some kind of weird enjoyment out of it. <laughs> But yeah, uh, maybe the bottom of B. Because mm. I, 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 I know I'll that I'm to you what our C tier is. I mean, I know that I'm the odd one out with MGS two, and a lot of people love it. And you know, with with, with what else we've got in the C tier, I, I get where you're coming from. So I think low B is is fair enough. Um, I just think it is a better game than that, even if you take its faults. Mm. I think there's a more entertaining game. And then, then you consider all the additions that it brought to the MGS series. I mean, it just made... The the gameplay, when it actually let you play, was fun. Uh, I mean, that game has also got the, the single best line of dialogue in any game. Colonel... What's that? Uh, Colonel, it's Raiden. We've managed to avoid drowning. <laughs> God damn it. Qu- Quentin Flynn deserved better than that. <sighs> but yeah, I, I'd say low B. Uh, I can accept it. Cool. I think that's I think that's right for for MGS two. Um, let me just shift the bees around. It keeps wanting to put it high B, but I not don't want to do that. Right. Okay. On to the next. The Legend of Zelda: Majora's Mask. I think S tier. You know where I'm going with this. Yeah. Yeah. And um, I mean, this is in your top three games of all time isn't it really it's yeah it's it's i think it's one or two yeah and i i i think this is a really it's a really weird game but i really enjoyed playing it and when you so offbeat isn't it 
And it's, it's like a non-Zelda Zelda game. Yeah, and when you compare it to other Zelda games in the series, there were elements that I didn't really enjoy, as happens with a lot of Zelda games. But I think for the themes, for the design, for the music, um, and for just the complete change in um, in game style, and as well as that, all of the theories and all of the conspiracies that have been born off the back of it, I think this game does deserve to be a very high level, so I'd I'd happily say a mid tier S. I think. Cool. I like games that stay with you for whatever reason. I mean, they they could it could be like The Last of Us Two, it could be like Manhunt, which are so challenging mentally that that they stay with you. And and Majora's Mask has got an element of that as well, which is surprising to say for a Zelda game, but. It's a game that will leave you thinking. It's a game that many people have said changed their lives um, because of... You don't... I mean, I don't think we talked about any themes in the Ocarina of Time or the Link to the Past episode. Our our episode on Majora's Mask was full of themes, of all these themes that... Mortality and stuff like that. And yeah... I just think it's a very unique, special game, and yeah, it was always going to be near the top for me. Yeah, I think I think S is um, I think S is fair. I enjoyed it. Good stuff. Okay, Quake. That wasn't that long ago, but it feels like a lifetime. Yeah, it does. Especially as they've just remastered it as well, haven't they? Or they've just re-released it. They have, it. and I wish I wish we yeah, played that the version, boat with that. Hey ho. Um. <laughs> I think it's going to be my first D. I, th- I thought it was fine, but it didn't Reasoning. really do anything special for me. It didn't leave me thinking of anything. And I think a lot of that is jaded by the fact that I really struggled to play this game on, on Steam. Um, and I know you had an, an easier an easier experience with it on the, on the N64. Nintendo 64, mm. yeah. Um, but I, th- I think for me it's a D tier. Um, I don't know where you stand on that, but it didn't really do anything at all for me but with that being said um, though I, I fully take into consideration how important this game is but yeah well this this is this is the dichotomy that we're always facing um this game spawned the likes of half-life 2 and was a very important game but and actually it's, it's still a game that many pc players go back and play yeah, yeah um the fact that it's just been re-released speaks to its popularity yeah, absolutely <laughs> i might I mean, I want to chuck in D as well. Mm. Yeah. Just because I, all those things that I just said, but I still enjoyed Half-Life 1 more and I didn't enjoy Half-Life 1 that much. Yeah. No, I think that's fair. <laughs> oh, dear. This is, we're going to get more and more brutal as we go along, aren't we? <laughs> Ocarina <laughs> of Time. D. No, we're not quite... I know where I want to put Ocarina of Time. Anyway. Onwards and upwards. The Last of Us. When we put we put Last of Us Part Two into um, A, didn't we? Yes, we I did. prefer Part Two over Part One, but I think I, I do. Too. I, I think they have to be on the same level. I think I, do I think too. they're equal. I think you can't you can't say that Last of Us Part Two is a whole tier above Last of Us exactly. Part One. Yeah, I think they both deserve to be an A. I agree, but I am going to put Last of Us Part One lower. Yeah, than yeah, part yeah. Two. I think that's fair. That was an easy no, one. It was. Why can't they all be like that? Um, okay. 
just trying to find my place. Goldeneye. Ah, oh, I was thinking about this one, and I'm. This uh, is a hard one. It is a hard one. Part of me wants to say S, but I was thinking. For me, I've got so so much nostalgia for this game. Then I've got my love for the James Bond series, and you do and quite like you some James Bond. I do. Love me some James Bond. I don't think I know um, anyone that knows more about James Bond than you do. Yeah, there's someone out there, I'm sure. I'm sure there is. Um, but, yeah. Now, this this is an interesting one. Because Goldeneye is still quite playable. Yeah, absolutely. And it's quite unique in the fact that you've got this FPS that no other FPS games really resemble anymore. Because you did have the... Um, you had the Perfect Dark games, then you had um, the Time Splitters games, but... In an alternate universe, that would have become the popular style, but instead we kind of got the Call of Duty style, which became the popular style. Um, and I miss those games. That being said, we've got another game on this list, in Perfect Dark, that I think is better than Goldeneye. Um, so, I, as much as I want to put it in S tier, I don't think it should be an S tier. No, I think... If it was going to be an S tier, it would have to be low S tier. Um, I, I think it's a high high A. Okay. Yeah, that was one of the ones, one of the ones that I was um, unsure about. Okay, on to the next one. SSX. Um, I think I know where you're going to go with it. D. One. I knew you were going to go D. Yeah, it, it, was, it was all right, but... Yeah, I just thought it was a bit meh. Uh, nothing wrong with it, but just didn't vibe with me. Um, so yeah, for me it's a D. I think you enjoyed it a yeah. bit more than I did, but I did. But I'm I'm also going to go D because, as fun as it is, I don't think one it of the best be games of all time for best games. Maybe not. Well, that's it. I think there are other SSX games that are better. I think there are other snowboarding games that are better. Um, so I think this is more. Where it is due to the time it came out, right? Yeah, then. definitely. And there's a few games like that on this list. Oh yeah, there's some. some a majority we'll of them. To be fair, Super Mario sixty four. This is a really hard one for me. I mean, yeah, this, this, you're going to be a lot more conflicted about this one than I am. Um, but I'm going to say CD. I really didn't enjoy it at all, and I think a lot of it was down to the hype because I'd been hearing for twenty years how amazing it was. And when it came to it, I found the controls horrendous. Um, and that was my main gripe with the game. I can understand and appreciate how game-changing, if you'll pardon the pun, this game was in 90... Come out in 96? 96. You know, it's mind-blowing, this game, when it came out, I imagine. But it was just... Some elements of it for me were just unplayable. I just really didn't enjoy my time with it at all. Potentially one of the games that I've least enjoyed playing on this list. Um, and I would love to say it belongs in the D tier, but I don't think that would wash with you or a majority no. of the listeners. Um, I don't think we can put Super Mario 64 on the same tier as SSX. Well, for me you could, but... I'm I'm willing to take to me, your lead on this one. Super Mario 64 is 
the grandfather of 3D gaming. It's, it's that simple. Um, the camera, although horrendous, and I admit that, that was the thing that I had a problem with. The camera is horrendous. But they Nintendo worked out what the camera needed to be. They just didn't quite get it there yet. And they did with future games. Um, and then obviously everyone borrowed from that. Um, but it was this idea that you had this camera um, that you could control. And I mean, it was so novel at the time. If you remember that you had the Lakita Bros controlling the camera. But no one had really solved that before Super Mario 64. And this one is, is I mean, we've, we've got a lot of games on this list that are really, really important. But then I suppose this is not the most important games of all time. It's the best games of all time. But then you've got some people that still replay Mario 64 to this day. I mean, if you if you if you follow the speedrunning, a lot of them say it's the best game ever made. And for speedrunning, maybe it is. Um, oh, I, th- I think it's. See, I don't. Th- I think it's interesting as well to take into consideration with these games how accessible they are to new players. And we've mentioned numerous times my friend James playing MGS1 and how going into that game now it's not very accessible to new players. And I think this game is incredibly difficult to get into for new players with me being the prime example of that. I think that's an element to take into consideration too. Conversely to that, we put MGS in the S tier. Yeah, very true. So we... I'll, I'll, I'll take your lead on this. Wherever you think Mario 64 deserves to be, I'll take it. So given... Uh, I, I think Unless you say S tier, then I'm going to disagree. And, and No, I don't. I don't I'm agree. going to stop recording straight away. I'm going to... I'm, I'm going to say B tier um, for Super Mario 64 okay. because there's not another game on this list, really, maybe with the exception of... Well, with the exception of Ocarina of Time that is more important than Mario 64. Um... And it, and it has to count for something. And I still think it's a fun game when you when you take out the camera. And the camera is horrific. Um, but yeah, it, it's, it's not an A tier. It's not an S tier. I'm going to put it in B towards the lower end. Fair range. enough. And I think, yeah, given, given its age, and, and it is a very old game now, um, I think that's a good place for it. Yep, fair okay. enough. Okay. Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic. Um, Interesting one. Yeah. Again, I'd, I'd waver between B and C on this game. I really enjoyed it, and I'm a huge Star Wars fan. Um, I'm probably the level of Star Wars fan compared to you are with Bond. Um, yeah. You know, I really like the Star Wars franchise, and I'd not played this game before. <laughs> Again, I think it's one of those games that was spoiled by its legacy for me. Everyone goes on about how amazing this game is and the the twist with Revan and all that which I already knew about but when you take that stuff away it is just an RPG with a Star Wars skin over it with a slightly above average story Um, and that's not to say that I didn't enjoy it because I I, I did but I think you enjoyed it a bit more than me yeah quite possibly I'd like to say C but I don't think that would be fair so I'd say B for me B for me, I think. I think so. I think I agree with you there. Um, it's nice. It's a, it's a nice game. <laughs> it's got to the point where I'm just I've lost adjectives, and I'm just saying that something's a nice game. That's uh, fair. 
Um, it's a nice game because it's they didn't feel the need to copy or to follow the plot lines of the Star Wars films. Yeah, I mean, it was um, set a thousand years the before the prequels. And they just they just surrounded themselves in the lore of the universe. Yes. And they'd done a lot of research and there was a lot of stuff in there, like all the all the books that you could read and uh, which no one ever reads, uh, full of lore, which um, is there to flesh out the world. Um, and it's a good, strong RPG, even if you take away the Star Wars influence. But then if you take away the Star Wars influence... It's just a run-of-the-mill RPG. Would it still be here? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And and I think we've got Mass Effect 2 coming up on this list, which is also by Bioware. We've also got a game that came out before this, which is Baldur's Gate 2, on this list, also by Bioware. So we've got another couple of Bioware games. Um, I think Mass Effect 1 is better than um, KOTOR, and that is not on the list. So I, I think I'd agree with you. It's a B game. Um, I don't think it belongs higher than that. But I also don't think it belongs lower than that. Yeah, that's fair enough. I think B, B is a fair place for it. I think it. One of the reasons it's so highly rated is, like you say, because of the Star Wars branding on it. Indeed, but then it, it successfully took that franchise and made a good game out of yeah. it. So it's a nice game. <laughs> You're um, a nice game. Grand Theft Auto Four. Um, C for me. I've played this game a lot and this was the very first game that we covered on the podcast and looking at how far we've come along since then it's mad but when I compare it to the other GTA games on this list I've said a few times that Vice City is one of my favourite games Uh, I know San Andreas is one of your favourites and I'm quite a big fan of GTA 5 and when I compare it to San Andreas, Vice City not so much GTA 3 uh, but GTA 5 as well. I'm not that asked about GTA 4, to be honest with you. I think it's very stiff. I think it's very janky. It was great when it came out, and I've put probably 100 hours into this game, if not more, back in the day. But when I look at it now, I really struggle to get back into this game. Um, so for me, I think C. I like GTA 4. I don't love GTA 4. Um, coming off the heels of San Andreas... I think it was always going to be an uphill battle. And the things that I like about GTA 4 are the small touches, like the physics that it's got, that actually were removed from 5, which is disappointing. Um, So you had a bunch of little details that you'd see when you were walking around the city um, that you don't see in any of the other GTA games. And it feels like it's living, breathing place. That being said... I'm not the biggest fan of Liberty City anyway, even in in any of the games. It's very grey and drab. Stories, GTA Three, it, and it's just how many games have we seen spoof New York City, or how many games feature New York Seven. City? So many, <laughs> seventy thousand. Um, so yeah, I just feel like there are more interesting settings for the GTA games. So I was never a huge fan of Liberty City. I think the story is interesting. I like Nico as a character. I think he provides a unique perspective, um, one that we very, very, very rarely see in games. So I like it. I don't think I'll ever play it again now. I've completed it well, at least twice, um, maybe three times, but I don't think I'll ever play it again no, now. No, same. 
and I don't think it I don't think it's Rockstar's anywhere near Rockstar's finest work no um, so what, 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 what are you I, saying I'll, I'll go with you on this I'll go with if, if, you, if you say C I'd like to put it at the top of C yeah that's yeah, fine I'll go with you on it would you like to do a bit of a recap of where what what we've got on our tiers? I think we should do we're that at twenty five, th- unless we're at twenty five now. We're we're at thirty one now. What? So I think we should probably yeah. Hmm. So I think we could probably uh, do with doing a, a bit of a recap to see where we're at. We really? Yeah, yeah. We've not got that many more to go. Time flies when you have. But we fun. are also. Yeah, we're also probably about an hour and a half into the episode. Yeah. So. Go on then. But we knew it was going to be a longer one. Okay, D tier. SSX and Quake. Mm-hmm. Um, C tier. Uh, Pac-Man Championship Edition DX. Starcraft 2. Wings of Eternity. Liberty. Splinter Cell Pandora tomorrow. Wings, Wings of Liberty. I couldn't read the logo, <laughs> so I just filled in the gap. Um, Gran Turismo. Half-Life. Tekken 3. Grand Theft Auto 4. That's our C tier. B tier. Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic, Super Mario 64, Hades, Metal Gear Solid 2 Sons of Liberty, Final Fantasy 9, Zelda, the, I was going to say the Phantom Hourglass, <laughs> Link to the Past, God of War, Minecraft, Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 2, Undertale, Call of Duty 4 Modern Warfare, our A tier, this is where we get to our upper echelons of the list. Um, Celeste, Portal, Super Mario Galaxy, The Last of Us, The Last of Us Part 2, Red Dead Redemption 2, Goldeneye, and our S tier, Metal Gear Solid, Persona 5 Royal, and The Legend of Zelda Majora's Mask. That is 30. Wow. And how are you feeling about that? those those rankings? Uh... Yeah, there might. I think they're all right. There so might far. need to be some movements, perhaps. Um, but, oh, I mean, I'm not convinced about some of the ones we've got in C. But we'll, yeah, yeah, we'll look at those. I think they could be dropped, maybe. Yeah. But yeah, we'll we'll we'll, we'll assess yes. before we finish. Okay, Resident Evil Four. Now, John, yeah, start this, this one. is more a game that you're a big fan of, isn't it? This this to me is like, I suppose you feel with Red Dead Redemption 2. To me, this is an S-tier game, but I can fully understand if we want to drop it away because we've got some other games that maybe both of us enjoyed more. And it's obviously, it's not just my list. It's not just your list. It's a, it's a combination. This is the people's um, list. It is. Well, <laughs> I don't know how to respond to that. Um, yeah, so... People, workers of the world unite. <laughs> yep, the people's libertarian... Comrade. Oh dear. We're not communists. <laughs> Do continue. Um, yeah. So I love Resident Evil 4. I think I said in the episode it's in my top 20. It may even be in my top 10. Um, I will play Resident Evil 4 again. I've bought Resident Evil 4 so many times. I've completed Resident Evil 4 a lot of times. And... I don't think I'll ever not find that game entertaining. To me, Resident Evil 4 is side-by-side things like MGS and MGS3. I just really enjoy playing it. Um, And it's the only Resident Evil that I feel that way about. I think 
I don't know what it is. It's something really resonated with me about that game. And I think it's that Eastern European setting. It just feels really novel. And you've got this really satisfying gameplay loop of defeating enemies, Ganados. You pick up the treasure and you reinvest your treasure in weapons and you then have more powerful weapons to deal with the Ganados. What are you buying? And then you do a new game plus. What are you selling? And... <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then you do a new game plus and I mean I, I don't I don't know if you'll ever ever go back to this game. No, probably I'm not, not sure you will, but but on a new game plus it's like you know when you said with MGS three you had the Patriot and you wanted to go through and just have fun yeah. with it. Resident Evil Four is like that. You except that you've got more weapons that you can't unlock straight away, so they might be in new game plus two or three, like the infinite RPG. Um but yeah, you you got the maxed out Magnum and there's nothing more satisfying going back to that opening area, the one that you had a bit of trouble with on your first playthrough. I, I wish I could um, like implement some of the voice notes that I sent you when I started playing this game. Oh, Jesus yeah. Christ. They were, they were a treat. Like, I, I, I didn't know if I'd get past the first 10 minutes of this game. Um, and like my hatred for it was so venomous i just i just couldn't stand it and i managed to get through and it, it was all right from there but god i think with it you, you it's one of those games and manhunt's another one where it's the thing with horror or survival horror isn't it where initially things seem overwhelming and then when you start to the gameplay starts to click and you're facing countless enemies over and over again you start to develop strategies. And I, I'm sure if you'd have played that opening segment near the end of the game, you'd have had no issues whatsoever because you'd know how to deal with yeah. them. Um, and that that's the beauty of the new game plus because there's nothing more satisfying than having your fully upgraded Magnum and going around blasting the chainsaw man in the face instead of running away well, from him. <laughs> see, the thing is, you, you mentioned just then that you liken your thoughts to Resi 4 to my... Um, my thoughts to Red Dead 2 but the difference that we've got here is with Red with Red Dead 2 it was on the cusp of being an SA and you didn't think it would be an S but you thought very easily that it could be an A whereas with me for Resi 4 I'm very much between the BC category and it's not because it's not because I thought the game was bad because I didn't I did. I don't know. I just don't vibe with Resident Evil, um, and I, you're not you're not a big player of survival. Not horror, really. Um, but I think with survival horror, like I much prefer Silent Hill, um, and they are very different games. Resident Evil is a lot more cheesy than um, than Silent Hill. Obviously, Silent Hill is more horror than survival horror, but. I, I struggled with this game and I mean I'm I'm very aware that if if you could you'd give this game an S um, and you're only saying A because you know that I'm not as much of a fan of it as you are whereas I'm more of the I will I will compromise further but I don't think it belongs in B I will put it at the bottom of that's a. fair enough because um, I, I personally think it's a high C um, but I very much appreciate the fact that this is a very special game to you 
Um, and I think that a low A is fair enough. I think I think that's fine. And that's only because that's my own um, experience with these games, my own thoughts on these games that makes me yeah. say that. It isn't the fact that it's a bad game. It's just that I, I, I couldn't care less for this type of game. You know what I mean? I mean, yeah, I think... I think in the episode, I think you came out quite enjoying it in your own way. Yeah, as you say, it's not it's not a game that y- you would naturally be drawn. If towards. if I never have to play another Resident Evil game again, it will be too soon. I really didn't. You may have to. I know play one, one of them's come because... onto the list, doesn't it? Yeah, do, do you know what? When I was putting I was putting this um, tier list together, I think there are about three games that have been recently added to the list and and the, the resident evil one's really curious is it, um is it but co- i mean code we, we said, is it yeah i i i mean so so the other two games are newly added to the list and we said that we go do them go as back extras, over like at the end and either were added yeah they're extra episodes but they're not at the list as we take it but code veronica it's the dreamcast version i think and it, it it's like someone has I know what I think an extra review's come out or something or, or they found a review haven't they because it they came from found nowhere. a review from the time that pushed it over the edge that that brought yeah. it onto and I've heard amazing things about Code Veronica and I've never played it so I'm quite excited for that but yeah uh, it, it'd be interesting to see your perspective on Code Veronica versus Resident Evil Four um, but yeah so so we will. That one we'll definitely have to play at some point. Um, Maybe yes. we could do it as a little extra that's, game at Halloween. That's a good idea. Yeah. Because we haven't got many... I don't think we've got any more horror games on the so. list. I think that's a good Got idea. some good things um, on sale, okay. Stranger. Stranger. Ah, <laughs> oh, dear. Um, Batman Arkham City. This is one I'd forgotten we did as well. In, in fact... I'd forgotten this game was on the list until, like I mentioned, my colleague from work, George, who started listening to the, the episodes, he was like, oh yeah, I listened to your Arkham City one the other day. I was like, I'd forgotten we even did that game. Because, I mean, that was quite an early game as well. It, it was probably within the first 10 that we did Arkham City, I think. Question for you, how did you come away feeling about Arkham City? I don't remember. <laughs> Which is probably quite telling. I came away feeling a bit disappointed. Yeah, I mean... I prefer Arkham City to Arkham Asylum. I really like Arkham Asylum. I replayed that I know you're a fan of that game. And I was really looking forward to Arkham Knight on the run to its release and I was left a little bit disappointed by it because especially the Batmobile section, they sucked. Um, It's still a good game, but it's just not what it could have been, I suppose. I think for me, Arkham City is a low B tier. It... There's a, there's a lot of stuff in this game if you go looking for it. There's a lot of lore. And as well as that, the performances of... I can't remember the guy that does the voice for Batman. Um, and Mark Hamill is the Joker. Oh, um, some, some Kevin, Kevin Conroy. Conroy. And That's it, isn't it? I think the, the balls that they had to just kill the Joker. Like... It's, that that just doesn't happen. That that doesn't happen in Batman. The Joker is, the Joker is the guy. Um, yeah. But yeah, I think it's a low a low B for me. I'd I'd like to say C, but there's just so much stuff in this game that's been put in for Batman fans to go and find. 
So why do you think the conversation has changed around Arkham City? I think I know why for me, but why do you think it has? I couldn't tell you. I think maybe because Arkham Knight came out and it was disappointing and the reveal of who the Arkham Knight was was incredibly obvious. But I don't know. I'm waffling there. That's I'll tell you what I'm talking. I think. What do you think? Um, obviously, Arkham Asylum introduced this combat system that at the time worked yeah. really well for these, t- these types of games. And Arkham City continued that. And we, we have games nowadays that just rip this combat system. Spider-Man. I mean, Spider-Man games, they yep. have the same. And then you've got things like um, Mad Max, and they they borrow this, this, this fighting system as well, as from what I've heard. Um, so a lot of games just saw what it did and copied it, and it became the kind of comic-y style fight scene, fight, fight system that every comic book game used um if they ever do that superman game i wouldn't be surprised if that was an adaptation of this combat system oh probably but i don't think it's aged that well as a combat system i think there are games that do i mean we we talked about the last of us 2 already i think that's got a really great combat system um i think it's better than i mean maybe you couldn't rely on it as much as you do in arkham city but i think it's more hard hitting and more varied than arkham city weight to it which still feels yeah, and uh, and Arkham City feels very arcadey and maybe yeah, a bit of a hangover to the old days. That that was one thing that I found a bit frustrating. I like the new Spider-Man game. Um, and, well, I liked Spider-Man twenty eighteen. I think it was. I've not played um, Miles Morales. Uh, Miles Morales, but I I do like Spider-Man twenty eighteen. But the biggest thing I'd say about it is that I wish that the combat was a bit better. Um, because I. I feel like I'm just done with that style of combat. I don't know about you. Yeah, it's, me, it's, it's very old, I isn't think... it? It's it's why when they updated the combat system in Assassin's Creed, it was a welcome change because they've been using the same one since Assassin's Creed 1, which came out in like 2007, to what was the last one they used it in? Um, was Syndicate after Unity? It was, wasn't it? And Syndicate, that came out in like 2015, Syndicate 16? Was, yeah. I think 2016, and yeah, that was the one set in London, and that used the old yeah, system. Yeah, and then they changed it for Origins, and I think it it did yeah. it the world of good. So, yeah, I think Arkham City is a low B for me. Yeah, I, I agree with that. I think it, something can be novel and cool at one point, but I think it just becomes overused with time. Yeah. I think that's the case here. And because you spend so much time fighting it becomes a big point of the game yeah isn't it? big time it's the main main element of the game i think besides gliding and gadgets and i agree with you i think all the lore all the secret stuff in there is brilliant. oh big time there's so much yeah new combat system yes quite okay a game that i know you will want to put in the s tier um i might have to argue with you on this one World of grand good. theft auto china's <laughs> um yeah i mean it's quite an easy D for me. Um, it was fine, but it didn't really feel like a Grand Theft Auto game. And that's a relatively recent episode as well. We played that a few weeks ago, about a month ago, maybe. Um, but yeah, it, it was all right, but it didn't really feel like a Grand Theft Auto game. Even when you compare it to the GTA 1 and GTA 2 on the PS1 titles. Yeah, and I think you're probably a similar wavelength, aren't you? Because you mentioned it to me a little bit earlier before we started recording. 
yeah, I, I found it a fairly enjoyable game, but the same question as with SSX. What's it doing? Yeah, on definitely. I think D is D is a safe shout. I agree. I'm with you. I'm putting it at the bottom of D. Next up, we have Halo 2. Did I prefer... I I, I quite enjoyed Halo 2. Um, I, I blasted through it. I went through it really fast. And then I I, I finished it with you, didn't I, as well? Because we, we did the last few <laughs> yeah. missions. We had a bit of it fun was fun. Um, I think Halo 2 would be an A tier for me, actually. I really enjoyed it. I'm looking forward mm. to when we get to Halo 3. Um, they're, they're just good, solid sci-fi fps games i think and even though i'm not really an xbox person i have a lot of complaints about my xbox um i think i think it was good and i'd say a tier okay um i'm just trying to gather my thoughts on halo 2 um yeah i thought it was better than yes. one and uh, yeah we had some fun with it messing around i always appreciate co-oping games i have no idea what that story was. no true i couldn't couldn't tell you if I'd seen those cutscenes five times over. I couldn't tell you what that story was, um, and it's got the great multiplayer. I don't really have much of an opinion. Really. No, that's fair. Um, I think it's a solid shooter. I think yeah, it's it's entertaining. I think without that co-op, I wouldn't think nearly as highly of it. I think that makes the game, and I think. We have got another Xbox exclusive coming up in the second half, which is Gears of War, and we need to play that in co-op because it's a great game anyway, but that will make the game. We'll both enjoy it a lot more if we play it in co-op. Okay. I would say B, but... D? Um, no, no. <laughs> no, no. Gosh. no B, I was going to say, but I mean, I mean, I, I, I would dear to you for this one. I'm quite happy to. Got, 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 got to enunciate. I thought that was a D then. Jesus. Z, Z tier, yeah, Omega. good. The worst tier, minus Z. So, you, shall I put it in A? Yeah, I think so. I'm going to put it at the bottom of A, though. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. Because I do think there are other better games in A. Okay, that was an easy one. This is what happens when you don't form proper opinions about games and then <laughs> got nothing to say. All right, this is this is this is one that I find myself coming back to a lot. Um, Grim Fandango. Yeah, it's an interesting one, isn't it? Was this our se- this was our second episode, wasn't it? Yeah. And... So we were very early into the podcast. We didn't really know. We didn't really have a formula no. for how we were. And we, I mean, you could argue we still don't. We just no. And I mean, at the time, we we played this game around March 2020. So I just I was just in the Long process of being put on furlough at my last company. Um. And I had a lot of time on my hands. I, I I enjoyed this game, and I think a big element of that is because I'm a huge fan. Huge fan. I I really like the the Day, Day of, of the Dead. Dead and the design and the, the the background and the stories around that. I mean, I've got a tattoo on my arm of a Mexican Day of the Dead skull, and I mean, it's not your kind of film, but I, I don't know if have you seen Coco, the Disney Pixar film. It's no, really it's... good. It would look amazing on your TV. I may have as well. seen it advertised, but um, yeah, I've not, I've not, not seen it. I may, may, I mean, I don't mind Pixar stuff. I think Pixar. I recommend it, and, uh, um, especially on your yeah. TV in uh, in 4K. It would look brilliant. 
Um, I have an OLED TV for those that don't know. So yeah, honestly. Everything that I do. This is why I always try and play, play the best version of best. I'm yeah, the best version of games because um, I I like to watch them shine on the exactly. TV, what yes. watch Coco? I watched um, Tangent, but I watched Up a few weeks ago for the first time. Have you seen that? It's a good film. It is, yeah. Yeah, it's a good it, film. It was the, the start of it was quite sad, quite heartwarming. Yeah, yeah. It, I I thought it was quite. Um, I feel like Pixar are a bit like Celeste. They're easily relatable to everyone mm. and very elegant. Yeah, but what w- watch Coco? I think you'd like it. It it looks incredible. Um, but anyway, Grim Fandango. Um, This is a really... I'm mixed between B and uh, C uh, for me. I think I'd be more tempted by the B, but if you were to yeah, say I C... I wouldn't put it in C. I wouldn't put it in C. I would, I... Interesting, because... I feel like... I, I feel like... Um, if we'd have done more games by the time we did Grim Fandango, I, I may have been a bit less harsh on it. And... and I wasn't harsh about the presentation and the audio and all that stuff because I think it looks, sounds amazing. And I love the themes in it. Um, I love the novel elements of it. I love the fact that we've got a puzzle game in the top 100. The problem I have with Grim Fandango, and I, and I do I do think it's a problem, is that the puzzles are so obtuse. Some oh, big time! They're they're that. It's that old school kind of puzzle design where, I mean, I can't think of an, an example off the top of my head, but some of them you just wouldn't think to do it. And it was that kind of, oh, you pick up the bubble gum to hold to glue together something, and it, it's just things that you'd never do in real life, so you never think about it. Um, and unless you get into that puzzle mindset because you've played a lot of puzzle games, you're never really going to. Um, clock these things so I remember I had to use a walkthrough at times and that never makes me feel good oh I I unapologetically used a guide for a lot of Grim Fandango Um, I just knew that I wouldn't get through it without like because it is very very um, cryptic I I absolutely wholeheartedly think it's better than C I think the games that we've got in C don't have nowhere near as much heart or charm as Grim Fandango. Um, but I don't think it belongs in A either. No, no. It's definitely not an A-tier game. Um, but, I mean, I really like sound bites, And if, for any long-time listeners or listeners that have listened to some of our early episodes recently, um, I, I, I do the editing for... for for the episodes um, and back in the day when we were also putting them on YouTube, Dan did the editing for YouTube. And I, I used to put in like a, a few lines of dialogue from the game at the start of the um, the episode before we had a little intro jingle and our, our little intro sting. And the line that I used at the start of that episode is still one that stays with me. And I think the voice acting in this game is really good. Oh, it's amazing. And yeah, the the guy from Ugly Betty, the dad, plays Manny. Yeah, he? absolutely. And I think I used 
intro lines for about maybe six games. And they're in the back of the cab and he's taking Maché to, to choose the way to the afterlife or, you know, onwards. And she goes, I guess they couldn't save me. Yeah? And Manny goes, no, but there's still a chance that you could save me um, because obviously he's in trouble. And I don't know, I I really like that line. Um, and it's always... Uh, yeah, I think I have literally no complaints about the story, the dialogue, the themes, the art style, the music, the voice work. The only thing that bothers me is the sometimes frustrating gameplay. It it goes from challenging to frustrating because when you can't put it together yourself, unless you're a seasoned puzzle player, um, that's the issue. But yeah, I think I've put it near the top of B because I do think it's a lot more standout than some of the other games yeah, we played that's on fair. this list. Okay, game that you're very fond of, Devil May Cry. Again, I've mentioned him a few times in this episode, but my colleague George moaned at me for my my take on Devil May Cry because he loves it. Yeah, oh, really? like it's one of his favourite games. Um, I mean, that's that's really interesting because we had someone. Do you, do you remember someone spoke to us about Grim Fandango? They said that they loved it because they were so used to the yeah. puzzles that they never had any issues with them. Yeah, but yeah, go on. About well, he thing, um he he's played this game numerous times and he's done it on Dante Must Die. Um, and it's a game that he knows back to front, and I was like, I just, I just couldn't mesh with it. And I think there are a lot of games on this list that, unless you played them as a kid, you're going to struggle. Super Mario sixty four, MGS one, uh, Grim Fandango, and for me, Devil May Cry would be a D tier game, but I know that it won't go in there because I know that you like it yeah, a I lot more than I do um, but I, I just couldn't mesh with it I didn't like it a question, question for mm. you obviously Devil May Cry is was originally supposed to be Resident Evil it 4. was I have a feeling I know the answer but which did you prefer of the two Resident Evil 4 even though I didn't really enjoy Resident Evil like a whole amount it was alright um but yeah, I much preferred Resi 4 than Devil May Cry. So where would you put this? Let's. I think I think the D tier is a bit low. Where would you put it? I'd put it in D tier just because I didn't like it. But being being fair and being a bit more objective, I'd say C. I I don't okay. think I could push um, it to a B. I'm happy. I'm happy to put it in C. Minus said to Matthew Matosis is not going to be happy. Well, I watched some of his run the other day on that. Ah, it's amazing, isn't it? Mental. I, I, I had a blast just watching that. So good. I, I just love his videos, yeah. Just get so much out of them. Um, okay. Number 37. Very, very recent game. Metal Gear Solid 3 Subsistence. Now, before you even say anything, I'm putting it in S tier. Yeah, I think we mentioned earlier in in this episode that sometimes we're we're disappointed with episodes and sometimes we think they're yeah. good. And I think you and me both feel. I mean, particularly hands up. The edit for this episode was particularly rough. Um, I really struggled editing yeah. this episode um, just because there are quite a few technical hitches that that popped up and. And it and it was a long episode. It was as well. originally it was, um... we recorded an hour and forty five worth for that, and I think it 
came out at about an hour 12. So we cut about 30 minutes out because there were a few sections that just really dragged um, where we were ranking our thoughts on um, the bosses and where, where we'd say we think the best ones were. We lost a lot of stuff out of that episode, but it was probably yeah. for the best. But at the same time, I think we both feel that it wasn't one of our strongest episodes, sadly, because it's a it's a game that we both love. Um, yeah. And I, so a bit, bit of background to that. Um we both do really love this game and we were both really enthusiastic and we both really wanted this to be a good sometimes episode. Sometimes when that's the case, um, we want it to be good so much that... I think I think the fact is, it, it was episode 50, we're taking a short break after this. I think we're just a touch burnt out and we had the best intentions, but uh, we're pretty good at um, knowing when we're doing well when we're when, we're, uh, when it's good and when it's not. And... I said to you that our energy was all over the place for that. It was. One. Can't say why that is, but it was. Yeah. Um, so so it's unfortunate, but that's the way it is yeah. sometimes. Um, it it it, it game, just makes us want to come back with MGS four after our break yeah. for a few weeks. I just wish we'd done it justice because even something like Goldeneye, which was a very long episode, I thought we had a really good episode for that one. But MGS three, I re-listened to it and I thought. It is. It's a bit. It's a bit all over the place. It's not bad. Um, I think we've got a lot better, but I think it's it's m- middle of the road, and we didn't want it to. Yeah, be Yeah, it's a shame because I, I agree with you. This is an S tier game, um, and it, like we said in the episode, for both of us, it's one of our favourite games of all time. There's just so much to it, um, and yeah, I mean, if if you want to hear us talk about that game in detail, go and go and listen to the episode. Um, like we say, sadly, it isn't up to the standard that we wish it had been. It's still not bad, but yeah, if you want to hear us talk in depth about a game that we both very much love, then that's an episode to listen to. That's an S-tier game, easily. I think we started talking about the quotes towards the end, and I thought it really picked up there. If we'd have managed to do that for the whole episode, we'd have been mm. happy, but we, we didn't. Alas. Um, and it, uh, and the frustrating thing is, I feel like the best... I can't even remember the MGS1 episode we did, which is a shame, because we obviously didn't we didn't um, do justice with that one as well. But uh, frustratingly, our best episode on MGS was probably MGS2. The United Snakes of America. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we, had, we had a lot of fun with that one. So, yeah, it, it, sometimes it goes your way, yeah. sometimes it doesn't. But, yeah, that's an S-tier game. Definitely. Um What's probably not an S tier game, World of No, Goo. it's an S tier game. What are you talking about? <laughs> um, yeah, it's just it's probably. I think this is potentially the weirdest entry into the list that we've covered so far. It's just I like him. I like World of Goo. I don't love World uh, of Goo. I mean, for me, it's a D. What do you reckon? I mean, I'm not against that. I'm not. Uh, you could definitely talk me down to a D. I don't really have a strong opinion. It was just very meh. It, it doesn't deserve to be in the top 100 games of all time, I don't think. It was fine. It was fun. Remind us of your um, <laughs> your trials and tribulations playing this game. I can't even remember. Do you remember? <laughs> you, you bought it on mobile, yeah. didn't you? Did I get stuck? And well, you, you, I got I stuck you, for ages, didn't I? You got stuck. You got stuck for a certain at a certain point, but you didn't realise there was a that skip was it. Um, option. 
And yeah, as soon as you realised, I think you used it. But yeah, it, it was. I like World of Goo, but I wasn't very good at it. And I think sometimes when you're not very good at games, <laughs> it really taints your opinion of them. Like my and first I half an hour of Resident Goo. Evil 4 being the prime evidence of that. Yeah. Yeah. I wasn't very good at it. And I'm sure if you're really good at this game, you'd probably love it. But I wasn't good at it. I love the soundtrack. I love the weird storytelling that they've got. It's a very quirky game. I like the art style. Um, but yeah. Uh, I wasn't very good at it and I don't I'm not convinced that the game it probably is pretty good but I don't know if it's for me no D tier yeah happy to put it there C in the D tier okay so we've got World of Goo in the D tier and now we're on episode 30 or no number 39 Halo Combat Evolved where did we put two? A. We put two I'd in say A. Halo 1 and B. Yep. I don't Agreed. think there's much of a conversation to be had about it, to be honest. It's like Halo 2, but just not as good. I liked Halo 1. I didn't love Halo 1. I think there's some very frustrating story missions in there. There are some very well-designed story missions as well. I think it's a game of two yeah. halves. Um, I think it's still very playable. Oh, yeah. 100%. And... I, I enjoyed it. Yeah. So I'm kind of looking forward to 3 as well. And um, Gears of War, that's the other Xbox exclusive I'm looking forward With to. With MasterChef. Number 40, a game that you've probably forgotten that we played. Burnout 3 Takedown. D. <laughs> See, I'm going to go against the D. I thought you might. I'd, I just really didn't enjoy yeah. this game at all. Um, yeah, like the, the stunt mode or whatever it was, the racking at the points with the crashes was all right but the really long load times put me off and again that isn't a comment about the game because it's the hardware that it was on but yeah you were playing the ps2 version I was. If I remember correctly. it was just before my ps2 went bang when it was trying to play half-life oh yeah um i remember that yeah i i didn't really enjoy this game so i i'd say d but i knew that you were going to say a bit higher than that so uh so go on I, I like Burnout 3. I played it at the time and I enjoyed it then. I think it's very satisfying um, just to take out a bit of aggression on some of your uh, other cars. And it's just quite unique. You don't really get games like that anymore. Um, they've just done, well, they, they've not just done, but they recently did a re-release of um, Burnout Paradise. Um, and we can only hope that we're going to get... I think, there's, I think they're working... Uh, Maybe some of the developers from Criterion that made this game are, are developing a new um, spiritual successor to Burnout, which is exciting. Um, I think this game is a good racing game, a good driving game. And, and to the to the point of how much I enjoyed this game, I don't think it's S tier or anything like that. Um, but I've been thinking of purchasing Burnout 4. Um what's that called something burnout for something and uh it's on the 360 i think it might be backwards compatible um so i've been thinking about picking that up just to have something very arcade it is very arcade it's like this is an injection of arcade fun and i would say i mean we've got gran turismo in c tier 
Um, I think this is more enjoyable than Gran Turismo, so I'm happy to put it in I C. Think C. I think C is fair. Above C's Gran Turismo. Fair. Okay. I'm putting it above Gran Turismo, though. <laughs> right. Final 10. Let's make it a good 10. Let's. Call of Duty Modern Warfare. Where two. did we put Modern Warfare 1? We put that at the top of B tier. A tier. I prefer the story in Modern Warfare 2. I think the multiplayer is better in Modern Warfare 2, even though I suck online. Um, I think the maps for multiplayer are a lot better in Modern Warfare 2. Um, yeah, I, th- I think this is just a game that's slightly better than Call of Duty 4. Although you've got the Pripyat mission in, in uh, COD 4, I think Modern Warfare 2 just beats it. I'm going to go with you on this one because we talked about it in the episode and I, I do think the single player in Modern Warfare 1 is better, but the amount of time... I got hooked on the multiplayer. I said earlier that I don't really get into multiplayer on games. I was hooked on the multiplayer for a long time on Modern Warfare 2. Not only did we play it online, I used to go over to friends' house and we used to play yeah. Spot mode. We used to play the the multiplayer mode. I I got the I've got the platinum on this game. Um, I've got very very fond memories of this game. I think it's a very good game. It's a shame it went downhill with Modern Warfare yep. Three. Um, so I'm I'm gonna go with you on this one. I'm happy to put it in a tier. Superb. Um, Half Life Two. This is a difficult one because I know that you. I, 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 recent. So we we did this one recently. Yeah, relatively we? recently, a couple of months ago. Was it? Was this a good episode? I don't really remember. It I think it was all right. So what? So what do you think? Of this? <sighs> yeah. Summarize your thoughts. It's a difficult one because this is a game that I hadn't played before, and I'm not a huge fan of the Half Life series. I think it's a very run of the mill FPS. There are some cool gadgets in it, and there are some cool weapons that you can use. But for me. Like if we've put Half Life One in C tier, I think this is a B tier game, and I know that probably isn't okay. a very, you know, well accepted opinion. I'm not against that, but because a lot of people think Half Life Two is one of, if not the best game ever, I just don't see it. I think it was fine. It was relatively fun, but in terms of this list, I thought it was quite average. Yeah, I mean, it'd be interesting. We've still got a chunk of um, Valve games to play. So we've still got Half-Life 2 Episode 1, Half-Life 2 Episode 2, Portal 2, and we said we, got, we were going to have a dabble with Team Fortress yes. as well for one of the episodes. So, yeah, we've still got... Uh, we've had quite... Um, I mean, I've played, with the exception of the Portal games, I've played all these before. Um, so it's a bit of a revisit for me. But yeah, we've had a bit of a roller coaster tour through the Valve games um, for this podcast, and it's been interesting. Um, I wouldn't put Half Life Two above GoldenEye, so I wouldn't put it on S or A. No, I think it's to a be B. honest. It sits just below on our tier list, Modern Warfare, and I think that's yeah. about right. I think Modern Warfare is the better game. Okay, this one I think we're going to disagree on probably more than many others in the, in right. the list. Bioshock. You go first. So I think you're either going to put this in S or A. No, I'm not going to put it in S. It's a safe A for you. I would put... Yeah, I'd put, I'd put it in A, but I'd put it at the bottom of A. Um, Bioshock is not perfect, but Bioshock does a lot of things right. And we, It's funny because I, I said, and this is true for me, I'm very adaptable with my games, so 
sometimes gameplay is more important sometimes story and themes and elements and the key thing always the thing that i love in games probably more than anything gameplay story anything is atmosphere and i think what bioshock brings is atmosphere in buckets and spades and if a game can make me feel a certain way not just play a certain way not just tell me a story but can make me feel oppressed can make me feel um scared can make me feel uh, like like we talked about with The Last of Us Part 2 just completely overwhelmed then I've got time for it because that's what games are here for um, the best films can make us feel that way so can games and it's not necessarily in the storytelling it's in the world building what I think Bioshock does really well um, the story's decent but the world building I think is just on another level um, I'm not going to say it's as good as something like Majora's Mask, but I think it's a really good example of world building. I think that the gunplay is good, not great, and can be a bit clunky at times. And I, I will say this until my dying days, I think Bioshock 2 is better. Um, so that's why I wouldn't put it as high as S tier or anything like that. Mm. I don't even know if Bioshock 2 would get S tier, um, but it would get higher than Bioshock 1. Maybe at the top of eight here, so I would say top of a uh, bottom of eight here. Mm-hmm. But th- we're here to have a discussion, so obviously that's my that's how I experienced the game. That's why the game resonated with me. Back are, you, are you saying to me? I mean, why would you kindly clarify? <laughs> yeah, I mean, why didn't it resonate with you? you I agree mean? with you that the atmosphere in this game is thick, and it's very good. I don't even know because. I quite enjoyed Bioshock Infinite, and I know that you're not that fussed by that game. You're not a huge fan of it, and it'll be interesting when we get to that episode. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not going to say anything. Cause... No, I know. <laughs> get me I started. Know. I'd put Bioshock in an in a, a a B. I'd give it a high B because I didn't not enjoy it. It took me a while to get into it. So, question for you: We've just talked about Half Life mm. Two. Do you think? And this is a bit of a loaded question, probably. Do you think Bioshock is more memorable than Half-Life yeah, 2? Yeah, I enjoyed it more than Half-Life 2. What about what about Modern Warfare? Is that a bit bit more Is it of better a, than a Modern Warfare? Yeah, or, or how does it how does it compare to Modern They're Warfare? They're very different. I mean, just from the aesthetic of them. Obviously, Modern Warfare tries to be a bit more realistic and Bioshock is very much a cartoonish Free. game. Art, art yeah, deco, it's an art deco it? somewhat it's not cell shaded, but it's it's got a cartoon. It's, it's got, got a cartoony those, look. Yeah. Um, those kind of um, animated yeah. characters that look a bit like. Yeah, and it works. It works for it. I don't know. There's just something about this game. Yeah, I got that. Yeah, I remember that from the episode. There was something that, that didn't drive with you. It's one of those things that just never ever lived up to the hype because I'd been hearing about how good it was since the late noughties. That isn't me saying I didn't enjoy the game or I thought it was a bad game. It was a good game. I liked it, but. When people come up and say, oh, it's one of the very best games of all time, I'm just a bit like, it's not though, is it? It was great, but nah. So for me, it's it's, it's a low it's a low B. Oh, sorry, a high B. Um, I'm going to ask myself a question, and I don't know what the Ask yourself the question. Um, it, we've got to that point. You're talking um, to yourself. Call of Duty 4, Modern Warfare, or Bioshock? Bioshock just edges it because... I like Modern Warfare. 
and I, I love if if all the levels were on the level of all kitted up, that Pripyat mission, um, maybe Modern Warfare would take it. But uh, there's there's nothing I, I love. Good atmosphere in games. I that that's the biggest thing. I, I say atmosphere. It's not that. It's not the right word for it. Um, it's being immersed. I want to be immersed in my games, whether that's through gameplay, whether that's through a good storyline, whether that's through world building. This is me compromising it. It will either be the very top of B or the very bottom of A. For me, it's a top. A, it's a top B. Okay, we'll put it there. Done. Okay, I know where I want to put this one already. The Legend of Zelda: Ocarina of Time. It's a difficult one, this, because we've put Majora's Mask in really S. Really difficult. And and we've put Link to the Past um, in B. I'm torn between A and B. See, I think A for this one. I, th- I Yeah, I think that's fair. I mean, it's Ocarina of Time. Like we said during the episode, possibly the most influential, important video game there is. A game that's still revered today. A game that's still really quite playable yeah. today. I mean, we've talked about games that haven't aged well. It's this aged is not one fine. of those games. I wouldn't say it's aged well. It's yeah. aged fine. No, it's, it's not. It's not like... It's not always fun, although parts of it are fun, but there's definitely areas that mm. aren't fun. Um, some very forward-thinking design. The fact that you can you can tackle, I think, the last three dungeons, or maybe, maybe even more than that. Um, in whatever order you choose which they don't even tell you you just discover it yourself um yeah this game is this game is a very good game it doesn't have the themes it doesn't have the layers that i think majora's mask has it also has a very familiar for me over familiar world um which drops it down to a i mean it still has i mean it's hard to separate the gameplay between ocarina and majora's mask although i still think majora's mask trumps it because it has the masks and it has all the things you can do with those um yeah i i think this is a game that you can't i mean we've got mario 64 in b because i I do think that's the right place for it i think zelda ocarina of time has aged better than mario 64 um i think it's definitely to me better than Link to the Past um, I'm not necessarily saying the top of A but I just think it's a solid A like middle yeah, middle I, I, I think A is where we can put Ocarina of Time I think that's a fair place especially after all we said about it in okay. the episode yeah very very important game Little Big Planet <laughs> C I okay. might I might even What's say D What's your reasoning? It just wasn't that interesting. <laughs> like, this, this is one of those funny ones that we had a really good episode mm, on. Do you remember this episode? Yeah, it was really we've good. Been playing the multiplayer stuff in the morning. We did like the Titanic and the Metal Gear Solid. Yeah, 4 and map. we we talked about Sony and how during the PS3 very innovative. Era, yeah, they were really pushing boundaries, um, and this was an example of that. This this is a game that I can just say it wasn't for me. No, it wasn't for Simple me either. That. I think in the what have we got in what have we got in C, please. 
Uh, would you like it in reverse? Just, or, any or order, in reverse just what we've got so, in there. Okay, so at the bottom of C, we've got Chinatown Wars. Uh, then we've got World of Goo. Then we've got SSX. Then we've got Quake. I think that World of Goo should be put into D and... Do you mean C? Oh, is that what's in D? Oh, sorry, yeah, what's in, in C? In C, we have got Devil May Cry, Pac-Man Championship Edition DX, which I think could probably stand to move down. StarCraft 2. Which could stand to move Wings down. Wings of Liberty, which I think could put, stand put to move Starcraft, down. Um, put StarCraft and D, I think. Right, that's gone down. Um, Pandora's Tomorrow, which I yeah. think sits nicely in C. Gran Turismo. Yeah. Uh, Half-Life, which I think sits nicely in C. Tekken 3 sits nicely. Grand Theft Auto 4 sits nicely. And Little Burnout Big 3, Planet should go in D, nicely. I think. Okay. It's in D. Right. Um, the Elder Scrolls 4, Oblivion. Oh, I know where I'm my gut. I'm following my gut now. I, know where my gut I think is. for this, C. I agree. And 10 years ago, yeah. I said A. But no, no longer than 10 years ago, I'd have said A, because Skyrim came up 10 years ago. Yeah, or maybe yeah, maybe 12 years ago, I'd have said A. But now I say C. Yeah, C is where I it belongs. I at the top of C. Any, any more thoughts on that one? I think it's just a very janky game. It's just not no, aged not well, at has all. it? And it's, everyone's borrowed from yeah, that formula. Yeah, definitely. Everyone's had a bit of oblivion. They have. Braid. C. Really? Mm-hmm. Or maybe even D. I didn't really enjoy Braid yeah, see, that I'd much. I'd rank it higher. I didn't really like it that much. I mean, I'm guessing you're going to say a B. I'm going to say a B. I'm going to say bottom of bottom. B. Um, well, I don't know. So I'll give you my, my thoughts. Give me your thoughts. I think Braid is, again, I'm using this adjective. It's a very nice game. Um, really nice art style. Great music. Really inventive gameplay, which is quite unlike anything else. I love the idea that the gameplay is about rewinding time, but the penalties of doing that, rather than something like Prince of Persia, where you rewind time and you undo all your mistakes. In Braid, you rewind time, but you could create mistakes. Um, I think it's really clever. Um, I love the writing. I like the structure and the layout and the picking up of puzzle pieces. I think the twist at the end still has punch. I'm not going to say it's game-changing or groundbreaking or anything really new, but it's still really nicely done. The way you play out that level, that final level where you realise that you are the bad guy. Um, yeah, I just think it sits really nicely in B, um, towards the bottom of B. I think... It's just got a lot more to say than some of the C and D titles. I still think a C. Um, but if if you think high B, I don't think if if you're if you've got no low B. Yeah, low yeah B. sorry, low B. If you've got that many opinions on it, then I think I'd struggle to get you down to a C. So low B, it's fair enough. Okay, three more games down to the final three. Red Dead Redemption. Well, this is difficult following our conversation for Red Dead 2 because we put that in A. Um, 
Whereas I think that should have been a, a, an S. See, I, I, I feel, feel... They, they they could both be A's, but for for varying reasons. Question to you then: What's closer in quality, in your opinion? And and this is just an opinion. I know some people love Red Dead Redemption, um, and that's fine. But in your opinion, what's closer in quality: Last of Us Part Two and Last of Us Part One? Or Red Dead Redemption 2 and Red Dead Redemption Last 1. Last I think. Yeah, see, I think there's more of a... For me, there's more of um, a gap between Red Dead yeah, and there Red are, Dead 1. Yeah, there are, but that's because Red Dead Redemption came out in 2010 and Red Dead Redemption 2 came out in 2018 and The Last of Us came out in 2013 and Last of Us Part 2 came out in 2020. But I think... I don't think they, but they, they both deserve to be an A, but they're, they're very, very different games. They could even be from different series, I think. I will say, with with Red with with Red Dead Redemption, um, I think maybe we should put it at the bottom of A. Um, I will say with Red Dead Redemption that um, the final third is really enjoyable, and it's the game at its finest, where you where you're on your own ranch and you're going into Blackwater, and you've got that whole section where you take out Dutch and yeah I, I really like that bit I just wish that some of the stuff in Mexico and some of the stuff beforehand hadn't been so you yeah know what I mean yeah because we, we had a lot to say about the Mexico section I think Red Dead it. 2 is better than Red Dead 1 I'm going to put it at That's the bottom fair. of I'll accept that what are we on now Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 3 is number 49. Um, B. B tier, I think. I really like this game, but if we did we put Pro Skater 2 in C? Pro Skater 2 in B. High mm. B. I don't think it's an A. I really like this game, but I don't think it's an A. Do you think high yeah, B? Yeah, 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 yeah. High B. But I don't think it's an A. I agree. I don't think it's that much better than no. 2 that... It's a whole rank yeah, between definitely. them. They're on the same level. But I do prefer it. Three is better than two, but they're yeah, on the same know. they're on the same level. Okay. Final game. Grand Theft Auto three. See. It, it was Reasons. a big game changer and it was absolutely massive for the time that it came out. But when you look at it, the controls are janky. It's an incredibly difficult game because of that. The story is alright, but I think the main reason it's in this list is because it was a game changer, not because it was a great game. I said before I wasn't a fan of Liberty City, and I'm especially not a fan of Liberty City from 3 and Liberty City Stories. I replayed, as you know, Liberty City Stories yeah. recently. Um, I just don't think it's Rockstar at their finest with the map. That being said, it was a very new thing for them, 3D. And it was very exciting at the time, but... And replaying Manhunt at the moment, I think that's aged a hell of a lot better than GTA 3. And I replayed The Warriors just now as well. And um, actually, no, I played it for the first time just now. And that has not aged tremendously well. So I think with the Rockstar games from this era, some have aged really nicely, but others haven't. And it's hard to say what, well, I suppose controls and direction and, and stuff like that. But yeah. 
GTA 3 I did complete again for the podcast but there's definitely some very 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 janky yeah, moments like it's hard to when you when you're doing a, a tough mission you can give a general strategy for it but there's always that RNG variation where things won't exactly go your way um, you'll, you'll get run over while you're shooting someone or yeah yeah definitely um yeah, um, um, uh, it's a tough one because it was influential and um, it spawned hundreds of clones. Um, and put the GTA series to where it is today. Yeah, it wouldn't be what it is without GTA 3. Uh, I, um, I'm i happy to put it at the top. Yeah, I, th- I, think, I don't think it's a B. Okay, would you like me to read our tier list rankings in no particular order? Yeah, go on. <clears throat> Okay. I, I can't believe we've done all of those. That that was a very long. That was fun though. I enjoyed it. Yeah, me. Um, okay. In D tier, we have got Starcraft, Wings of Liberty, Quake, SSX, World of Goo, Grand Theft Auto, Chinatown Wars, Little Big Planet. Are you happy with those? Yeah. Okay. In our C tier, we have got... See if we think any should go down here. Grand Theft Auto 3. Mm-hmm. The Elder Scrolls 4 Oblivion. Yep. Burnout 3 Takedown. Yep. Grand Theft Auto 4. Yep. Tekken 3. Yep. Half-Life. Yep. Gran Turismo. Yep. Splinter Cell Pandora Tomorrow. Okay. Pac-Man... Championship Edition DX. See, I want to chuck that down to four. Yeah, I think I could go down to D. And Devil May Cry. Yep. Yeah, I think those two rows look alright. Um, B tier, this is our fullest tier. And we've got... Halo Combat Evolved. Mm-hmm. Braid. Batman Arkham City. Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic. Super Mario 64, Hades, Hades I still feel a bit... I think that could go to C. Yeah, I'm not... I didn't love it enough for it to be around those other games, whereas those other games I quite enjoyed. Yeah. Metal Gear Solid 2, Sons of Liberty, I think that's right there. Final Fantasy 9, Zelda, Link to the Past, I mean, I think there's an argument to be made for that to go to C, but... Yeah, we'll leave that as is. I think that's fair. Um, God of War 2. No, God of War, sorry. God of um, War. Yes, God of War. PS2. Um, Minecraft. Grim Fandango. I-, I would love to put Grim Fandango in A, but I can't with that gameplay. No, no, it, 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 it's where it should be. I love aspects of that game, but I don't love the gameplay. Um, Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 2. Yep. Undertale. Half-Life 2, Call of Duty 4 Modern Warfare, Bioshock, and Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 3. Okay. Now, now I think, yeah, there's, there's a few there that really straddle, maybe would be a B plus for me, but yeah. Um, a tier, Red Dead Redemption, Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2, Halo 2, Resident Evil 4, Celeste, Portal, 
Super Mario Galaxy, The Legend of Zelda Ocarina of Time, The Last of Us, The Last of Us Part 2, Red Dead Redemption 2, and Goldeneye. Yeah, I think that's a solid That's idea. a strong tier, yeah. Good games in that tier. Um, and our S tier, the Elite S tier with only four entries. Metal Gear Solid, Persona 5 Royal, Metal Gear Solid 3, and The Legend of Zelda Majora's Mask. Yeah, I think that's all good. I think the only one that's a bit contentious there is Metal Gear Solid if you've never played it before. Yeah, maybe. But, but yes. I, th- I think that's a good place for it to be. Yeah, I'm not moving it, but yeah. No. Okay, that's our tier list. Um, that's fun. So we'll do that again for the second 50. Maybe, we'll, no, no, we won't re-rate the first 50. Um, no, let's not do what that. What we'll do is we'll carry the first 50 forward. That, that'll so we'll be a five and a half hour episode. Yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll keep the places, we'll save this and we'll keep the places of the first tier list and then we'll just add to it for the second lot. Are you able to um, to have this as a, an image um, that we can upload onto the socials when we release the episode? Or a couple will, of days after we release the episode? I will try to. I don't really know how it works. but See if you can save it as a PDF yes. or something. Yeah, so this has been a long episode. If you've made it to the end of it, then props to you. It's very impressive. But yeah, if you've made it to the end of this one, then props to you. Very impressive. Um, we hope you've enjoyed this catch-up of the last year and a half. Um, you probably don't agree with our list, which probably. is fair enough. But yeah, we we hope you've enjoyed it. We appreciate you listening. And we look forward to seeing you at the start of October, where we will be taking on Metal Gear Solid 4 Guns of the Patriots. So yeah, anything from you to finish? No, it's just that was a lot of fun. And we will definitely be doing a similar thing for the second 50 once we wade through that. Yes, very good. In another Maybe we'll year do it in person, half. having a few drinks and, and uh, yeah, we'll see. Yeah, when the world's changed a bit more. Yeah. But yeah, thank you for listening. We hope you've enjoyed it. Um, we look forward to seeing you in a few weeks' time at the start of October after we've had a little break for MGS4. So until then, take care and we'll see you soon. Cheerio. See you on the next one.